Gather round, freaks. Tonight we close the grimoire of familiar killers. But first, we have to ask the question we ask each and every week while we turn the pages of the grimoire, and that is, hey, did you see this one? The night is dark, and the air is still. The moon casts an eerie glow over the internet, where a group of curious individuals have gathered to discuss their shared fascination for the macabre. They hold in their hands a book with a foreboding presence, bound in flesh and inked in blood. A tome of horror that only opens its pages when a sacrifice is made. Within its ancient passages lie the secrets of the most infamous murderers and monsters of all time. Join us. But beware, for once this book is open, there's no telling what horrors may be unleashed. This is the grimoire of familiar killers. Hey, I made a shorter trailer for that. I sent it to you, but I guess you used the long one. It's fine. It's, uh, you know, next week, uh, the week, you know, but next next couple of weeks, I'll use the shorter one. Anyway, hello and welcome to Hey, Did You See This One? It is the final week of the Grimoire Familiar Killers, and we are talking about Halloween for the return of Michael Myers. And if you notice, our right guest... here in Springfield, Illinois. Am I right? Say the thing. Heidly ho, neighborinos. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh man uh, mercy this audience love track goes on for way too long um and also please welcome this week's guest it's mark norman keller hello mark welcome returning to the show Hi, howdy how's it going good how are you doing? favorite 
One of our grimoire fellas. What uh, to return? What movie were you here for originally? Halloween three. It was okay, so <laughs> the season of the witch. You were here for season <laughs> of the witch. I was when Steve sent me this, and I was like, "Wait, am I the Halloween guy? You're the Halloween guy. <laughs> have, I, have I become the Halloween? Am I the Halloween guy? We got a yeah. few more, so I'm, I'm okay with being the Halloween guy. It's because our pal Craig uh, was on for Halloween two, and then he was like, "But I like Freddy more, so he's the Freddy guy, and you're yeah. the Hall- All Hallows Eve man." I do like. Uh, I do like. It's got John Carpenter, so or based on John Carpenter, so I like the roots of this. Absolutely. He did do the music for this. Yeah, for this one and the beginning, the first one, right? So. No, he does. The, he does the music for all of them. I'm pretty <laughs> sure up until the most recent one that came out like two years ago or whatever, he's been making the music. The whole he's like, I don't care about the story or anything. I don't <laughs> give a shit about the lore of Michael Myers, but I will come back to hit a couple keys on the keyboard on the synthesizer. And I get a paycheck every fucking time. Yeah, right. He also gets a paycheck every time they make the character uh, do anything because he created Halloween, basically, right? Yeah, exactly. Michael Myers is his character. I don't know how much of that we can actually play. Um... (laughs) Yeah, you gotta play like one that's only made of fart noises and then we can get away with it. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, (laughs) that was fucking great. Um, so here's something we do every week. Uh, it's, um, wait for me to (laughs) go to the shared folder, open up the file that has our pod videos and tell everybody that at the beginning of the show, we talk about our brief history with this film. A brief history. Oh, (laughs) Mark, it's, it's great. I, I love, I love people who have been on and come back like a year later and see how different it is yeah. because I feel like these are improvements and I, not everybody agrees. Uh, I think so, so far. Well, I'm, I, I'm glad that you appreciate it. We've also made it a uh, sort of a tradition around here that the guest gets to go first. So why don't oh. you tell us your history with the film Halloween for the curse of Chucky. Nope. The return of Michael Myers. Return of Michael Myers. Um, I probably didn't see it till I would say before high school, probably middle school, back when Steve and I were doing our binges on all these movies. Mm-hmm. And um, they used to come on at Halloween. I know that. I remember watching it one time by myself for sure. I don't know if it's the first time. I cannot remember the first time. But I know one of the first times uh do watch it by myself was at my house. Um, and it was on – it was the cut version on like tbs you know so like yeah there was like there's no like dead bodies but you like the whole premise was there and even as like a kid i was like oh my god this is terrifying and you just see like michael myers just always standing there and so just the premise of michael myers like in the in the room you know in the is he in the room scene. isn't he in the room you don't know That's how many of them deal. are there the and stealthiest I'm like, of all the well, killers in the and, I, and i'm just like how did you get places like sometimes it's just like unexplained he just arrives yeah. but most of the time i guess he's just like attached to the bottom of somebody's car <laughs> most of the time yeah that's his his way of getting around mostly is either he's driving a car or he's attached to the bottom yeah ripped on like hold on but uh yeah i mean it was one of the other like when i started watching the movies and steve like you gotta watch more horror movies and i was like okay 
Um, and then, like I said, I watched the Halloween. And I was like, I was trying to prepare you for the real horror, which was high school. Ring, yeah, ring, ring. yeah, fair <laughs> enough. So that would be me. Um, yeah, like I started probably younger. And then, like I had, like as I moved through life, you go back to it a few times, and you like revisit it when you actually want to get into horror movies or get into other things. So um, more just like you know, sort of the not for the horror aspect, I would say, but more for kind of the lore one and like you know just the filmography because i still am a sucker for like 80s like early 90s late 80s sort of that 85 to 95 movie where it was just like make everything it was like the netflix of movie times like yeah you got an you got an idea you're greenlit did you see you're the new one lit. yet yeah so this guy he's got scissor fingers and uh we're gonna make a million of these yeah it's but, like do you guys like dark wrestlers <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to fit that in there. <laughs> is, is that, that going to be a new thing that happens every episode now? The Undertaker is our biggest fan? Yes. He's in the audience. It's me. He's the... the Undertaker. But then, like, there's one episode where it's not him and it's his brother, Kane. No, it's his brother, the Taco <laughs> Bell dog. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! They're right next to each other on the fucking thing. Oh, no. I, I'm a genius, uh, Mark. No, I said that last week. I said it's no, the stolt, same sound. Stolt. <laughs> that I added it. Um, all right, Jason's the genius. I'm the genius. Steve's riding my coattails all the way to the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark, was that? Uh, do you have anything else to add to your history? Uh, no, probably sure. I watched it with Steve a bunch of times at his place. We all watch bunch of stuff. <laughs> So I've yeah. seen this movie a few times. Like when I came well, back, I know that I we've like, watched all of these movies a bunch yeah, of times. Them. It's just whether you were the guy who was awake at four when it rolled through. Yeah. Or and I honestly watching this one, I was like, have I even seen this? Because I couldn't remember anything except for the little girl because I'm like, she was in other stuff. <laughs> She's in other I, things. I just remember well, because that, for me, it was big was the TBS thing. So when I rewatched it later, I was like, and especially right. today when I rewatched it, I'm like, oh my God. Wait, that wasn't there because the first time I was like, you didn't see the dead body in the corner, like when the, yeah. uh, the one sheriff's like shot in the slump. I didn't even know how he dies. That like, was the best part of the movie. I can't wait till far. we get to that because I got questions. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. Fantastic. Make my millennial questions. But I, sorry, yeah. My history. I have to introduce it. Sorry. True, yeah. My history is the same as Mars. <laughs> it's the same same exact story except from another I was on a different couch. Mark had two couches in his living room and I would sit on the other one or we'd be in my basement and it was one of those long L-shaped couches and we'd be you know nestled somewhere watching the movie. Um I I think I've said this before the Halloween franchise is probably the one that you know I'm in least engaged with because the lore is that he's just a regular man. But I mean, the next couple movies change that a little bit where he's not just a regular man. Uh, He's, he's basically for most of the Halloween movies, he's just an unkillable man and they don't really explain it or try to, at least in Jason, he gets like Frankenstein alive and Chucky. There's some voodoo and Freddy Krueger. There's dream demons or whatever, but this guy is just, he's just determined. He's as Donald Pleasance would say, pure evil he's evil on two legs evil on two legs yeah he's just like this embodiment of evil that doesn't stop um yeah i would venture to say of the four of the four that he's the first one to get teleportation ability 
I don't know though. He never really teleports without explanation. He does There's always. We'll get to it. Okay. We'll get to it. I mean, we should really put a pin in that because I do want to talk about it. Because Jason <laughs> has teleportation powers for sure. Well, let's put a pin uh, in I mean, maybe he is the first one. Yeah, it gets a little bit crazier as they go on. <laughs> Let me tell you about my history with this movie, and then we'll get Dokely into the body of the show. <laughs> Neighborino. Uh, don't! Uh, and then I will just go right into it. <clears throat> my name is Jason, and I watched this movie on Monday because I was too scared to watch Halloween movies as a kid. That's my history. I will say that for some reason, there's something about this one that, like, sparks my memory a little bit more than the other ones so it might have been a similar situation to you guys where it's just it was on tbs a bunch um but all censored so you just see him peach tree so you just see him uh remember when it turned into peach tree yeah tbs peach tree yeah i just remember him slowly plotting (laughs) walking and then it would he would like hold the knife up and then it would cut to commercial so yeah and as we do each and every week on the show once we finish talking about our brief history we move right into the body of the episode ho 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 everybody back up because here comes the body of the episode <laughs> wow um Welcome to the body of the episode where we just talk and talk and talk and talk. Uh, Sometimes we go plot point by plot point. Sometimes we just talk at ad nauseum. I think this movie lends itself to talking ad nauseum. However, if uh, we do get held up, I'll try to find out where we've gotten to um, and continue from there. So I want, Steve, for one moment, I'd like to tell you why. You know what? Fuck it. This is happening. Tell now. me why. I never wanna. <laughs> You're already jumping into your theory? Oh my god. I'm gonna use the other theory for for Mark's theory. Don't worry. We're gonna get okay, both theory okay, songs. Okay. I just have a quick theory, and it's the reason why I said is because Jason doesn't explicitly teleport in the last one they would show right they show him walking they show him walk hucking people through windows that was great but this one has a very very distinct teleportation moment where he's on the top of the house and then he's she falls no i said the same thing i'm like how'd he get down so fast i in my head the my theory here is that he fell and remember he jumped he jumped off he's unkillable He's scared of jumping off a roof when he'll. If he can take bullets, he can jump off. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> just lands like a log and then just got off. He's fine. <laughs> exactly. He <does> like <laughs> ding 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 ding. It just wasn't graceful, so they didn't want to include it. I think that's. I think that's the extent of my my miniature theory, um, but I just wanted to put that in there because I I feel like up till now. I guess mm-hmm. Freddy is literally paranormal and lives in dreams. So yeah, he wrong. lives in dream world. But he hasn't gone full. Remember when Kincaid says, let's kick his ass all up and down dreamland. But he hasn't, <laughs> he, he has, the rules of his movies make sense still. This is the first time yeah. I'm seeing a character do something he's maybe not meant to do yet that we remember him for doing. Anyway, that was my theory. Uh, but you had you had some something to add to it. You wanted to put a pin in it. Well, I wanted to put a, the teleportation pin in because I thought we were going to have a much more like fatty conversation about his teleport. I thought you're going to have like five or six versions of him teleporting, but that's the only one you have. 
Pretty that much. can be explained away okay. with him just jumping off the house. Okay, I Falling was gonna say on the bottom of the truck, but it was he. When we don't see him, he's always moving. I think, yeah, yeah I think just fall. I think whatever he's sprinting he sprinting around. Stop you, it. You yeah. never see him moving yeah. ever, right? Like that's the whole. That's the one thing about yeah. Michael Myers that you, you don't get with the other characters, right? Is that if Michael Myers is on screen, he's stalking and he's he's not basically not moving at all or moving very slowly all the other characters you get little shots of them like breaking through a wall or like ripping a person down off of a wall to walk through the his artwork or chucky like setting up a trap being like oh yeah i'm gonna really fuck these people up or freddy krueger just like turning into a giant snake or whatever like all that stuff happens but michael myers is the one where if you don't see him you have to assume that he's like full ass sprinting from house to house like <laughs> until he finds a closet and he's like <laughs> in the closet he just waits there for a while until and then starts walking very slowly yeah and then he's like and maybe rocks. he's still winded from his sprint <laughs> that's why he walks so slow he's trying to recoup his energy or he Not just really likes being though. scary like maybe he just really really likes being scary that could be the the whole point of his character could be that he 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 enjoys being ominous to the people that he's about to kill. That's my theory corner is that Jason or sorry, uh, Michael Myers sprints everywhere until someone sees him. And then he stops in his tracks and goes. So by that metric, by that idea, the first time Jamie Lee Curtis sees him, he ran up to the side of the fence and then just stood there when she looked at him. Or the same thing happens to Rachel in this movie where she turns around. No, he he was standing at the bush and she was like Oh, and then he... And then and then she looks at her friend and he goes behind the bush and then as they're like, What? And they start moving, he's like <laughs> He's like running for like someone's backyard and he like hides behind like a, an above ground pool or whatever, because it was the seventies. That's they the had... only way they knew how to make pools back then. They hadn't invented the in ground pool yet. In the seventies, even though in the film uh, *Rebel Without a Cause*, there's an in-ground pool. Anyway, I don't Life know why I brought, I don't know why I brought that. Yeah, up. I'm talking about suburbia. I'm not suburbia. talking about millionaires. Billions and billions and billions. Billions upstairs. I. Uh, that's true. How did you guys feel about the opening to this movie? The credit sequence, the eeriness the spookiness of the farm that they show that they never go to. Um, well, I personally, I, I like the uh, opening of the first two and the third one, I believe is similar, but it's like a Halloween mask instead of a pumpkin. Right. They kind of strayed from that and they just did sort of the, the typical, like let's show the town. So I was kind of hoping because there's certain things when you watch these movies, right. Where you're, you want the familiar because it gets you excited because you know what you've seen already and what you like already. And even if you're not like a diehard fan that has seen it a bunch of times and you're really excited to watch it in theaters again, uh, even if you've just seen it one time, as soon as they show the pumpkin slow panning towards the screen, you know, the difference in the second one is the pumpkin slowly splits open and it's absolutely disgusting. You know, pumpkins are gross inside. Mm -hmm. It's like that. And the third one, they do something similar with the mask. And this one, they don't do that. And I was kind of like, why, though? Like, that's a thing that you're setting up your series. You've done it three times. Do it again. 
do it again, man. That's something that you can do forever. And it it's inherently creepy and weird. A slow pan on an anonymous object is something that you can do. So, I, so wanted... I was a little bit disappointed that they didn't have like, it could have even been uh, like a rotted pumpkin. Cause it's, you know, it yeah. could be like a pumpkin from last Halloween or something. They could have done something, but I wanted to add a segment. Um, I want to talk about the directors of the films more because, you know, we do a whole month for John Carpenter. So I think you want to, you want to talk about this guy's extensive film well, history. That's, that's I, I looked him up today and it, it turns out that the guy who directed this, he was able to capture this movie is like a movie that's timeless. It's out of its era. It feels eighties without going overboard, without hitting you over the head with it being eighties besides maybe yeah, the, I would the say the only thing hairstyles. Well, I mean, the one thing that really bites this movie is like, obviously, they couldn't have predicted cell phone technology. That's why it doesn't exist. But that's the only time you really feel it. But you could also argue that him throwing that guy into the electrical grid would maybe knock out a cell phone tower. So like they could, it could, even if they were just pulling their cell phones and be like, no signal on my cell phone, it could have been, you know, explained away by that guy. But this guy, is that his name? Bucky? The town is still, it doesn't matter. They still contact the cops. Town's still separated. Cell phones all they want. They can call all around. Like, Jason's coming, or Michael's coming, but they're not going to do anything. That's true. I don't know if he worked for Bucky, if Bucky was the company, or if his name was Bucky, though. But it was on his hat and his his little name tag on his shirt. So I think he just really liked labeling his. His and he loses his helmet all the time. Or yeah, the it'd, fun, like, it'd be funny if they found his we'll core. name on it. <laughs> yeah, it'd be funny if they, yeah, that's like an extra charge at the company. And they're like, <laughs> we got gloves, we got, you know, all your tools, we can get your name personalized on there. But it'd be funny if they found his burnt corpse and like the way they identified him was like his underwear said Bucky on it. They're like, it's Bucky, all right. That was Bucky. That's so Bucky. Dwight H. Little, though, I'm looking at his IMDb right now, and I'm also learning that there's a Freddy TV show, which mm-hmm. might be interesting. But he directed the Steven Seagal movie Marked for Death, which isn't that like the only good one? I mean, yeah, if you're really, if you hold it to a standard of other movies, of it's probably also considered movies. a shit movie, but you know. But he, he directed a lot of like weird <laughs> Seagal <shit>. movie. Like, <laughs> Free Willy to the Adventure Home. But if you're asking Steven Seagal, he'll be like, it's the best movie I ever made. Alongside all my other movies, which are also the best movies I've ever made. He directed the sequel to Anaconda called Anaconda. He's directed a lot of sequels. Let's just say that much. He directed the Tekken movie in 2010. Oh, that gem. That movie that we've all seen for sure. I'm I'm bringing them up because they're of note in my opinion. I know, and I'm mocking you. It sounds like he's a studio. Um, yeah he's a studio guy who they just throw they're like here direct this and he's like okay i'll do my darndest i'll do we got our team of writers he's like i don't need to make any changes whatever (laughs) they down are going with this makes no sense whatever he's he's directed a lot of tv though 23 episodes of bones this guy lives in the hollywood hills what are we to say yeah he directed one episode of agents of shield yeah (laughs) maybe it was the first episode yes he has yeah. to resist yeah that's uh anyway i wanted to bring that up because i want to start 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 off the show talking about the director a little bit more uh thank you for indulging me steve please make a sting for that uh or i'll just do this this is the time for directors and then i'll cut that in splicey splicey and that'll be the new um 
the new sting moving along the new stink moving along that's the new stink that's what the gen z says now that's a new gen z phrase that's the new that's the new stink daddy O. like that's the new stink sounds like the 50s yeah, that does sound like something they'd say back in the hey, 50s. Hey, daddy, like, that's ah, the new stink. Now that's what we're calling the new stink. <laughs> da, 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 da. The new stink. Uh, okay. So we start off in a sanitarium where Mr. Michael Myers is being moved. I don't know why you move this killer if you have him sedated. I don't know. Maybe he's taking up too much space. He's been there for 10 years, 10 I think. Years. Is that, that's yeah. going to be at my theory part. Uh oh! <laughs> do you want to talk about your theory? I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah. let's okay. do it because oh, because there's already stuff. So basically, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just do the short one. He doesn't deserve the long one. Yes, he does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also, okay. No, it's him. <laughs> Run! Run! He's got his his theories. <laughs> <laughs> okay we that one the reason i said he doesn't deserve the long one is because the, the long one is meant to mock the person with the theory the short one is meant to be like a cool like this is my theory maybe you'll mock my theories we'll see steve that's probably, true that's true steve that's probably will. if i said your theory steve would mock it but he's gonna treat so you, you should well. play the theory thing at the end of the theory and that's the judgment i mean oh. jason as the recording says your theories are often very terrible no i cut before that part <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so, basically, my theory is the professor is complicit in this whole thing. Okay. Oh, like he's being paid off or something? No, he's just been with Michael Myers for too long that he's like, or remember people who touch Michael Myers? This is my other theory. Because, like, you're like, oh, look, the weirdness of Michael Myers' lore doesn't start till later. No, it starts with this one. Because when the girl touches him, bring, 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 bring. Right, the guy. I think he wears his gloves so he doesn't touch anybody and go crazy too. But that's a whole other thing. But anyways, the professor has been with Michael Myers too much. Brain's all messed up. He happens to be gone, and then pulls the old. Oh my God, you guys, you let him out. And they're like, "You're an ancient relic. You don't know anything." And he's like, "Oh, you oh. mean Don? You mean Donald Ple- Pleasant's character? Yeah, yeah. the main, oh. yeah, Doctor Loomis. Because then he number two. Okay, where they're at the house later on." Right, and they're all in there. The, the, the deputies are there, loading shotguns. They've got Bucky or no, not Bucky, Benny. Which one's the guy? The kid, the young guy. Uh, He's Bernie upstairs. or Brendan? yeah, Braden, Bradley, uh, Bradley. I think that's Bradley. It's not Braden. Barney. It's something uh, like Braden. Yeah. Anyways, he's upstairs with the shotgun. They got the whole house locked down. And the His name's like, Brady. Brady. Yeah. <laughs> Brady. And we we missed that entirely, guys. I think we hit every single other one. Mm-hmm. But the professor is like, guys, I've got to go back to the house because, yo, he's totally not going to come here where the girl is. I'm out of here. And he takes off. And then sure enough, like Myers shows up and slaughters the whole house. Number three. He's like, let's not go back to the house. Let's go to the school. First thing that happens when they go to school, the alarm goes off. Michael Myers, no guessing involved. We're going to the school because guess where the where the girl is. Boom. So he's working with Michael. Michael Myers. I like that. Theory. I like because that because. It's just, it, and every time he's like, oh, no. Oh, oh, and I had a fourth one. Remember he goes there and like the cops like, yo, I'm totally not going to let these guys run around with shotguns. And he's like, 
This might be the only thing you've got. Yeah. He's like, it was Michael Myers. He's here now. He's running around your streets. First thing those guys do is go shotgun somebody. Yeah. I like <laughs> that because originally I had a theory. They didn't he show Michael so much. Or maybe, you know, I had a, I was flirting with the theory when I first started watching this one that, that Michael Myers doesn't exist. And Dr. Loomis was doing all the kills. And we just see this monster apparition. But that's mm. never explained, you know. So I like yours better. There's one frame that him. may back up your theory, though, and I have to get. I've got a playing in the background there. We get there when he gets thrown out the window. My eyes may have deceived me, but I swear the Michael Myers mask was brown haired, not black haired, and there's thus being could be a completely different person who threw him out the said window. The blackest eyes. The there were also eyes. multiple people dressed up like Michael Myers in that town that night. Confirmed. He could have had an accomplice. Also, I yeah. don't trust him in anything. That's all I'm saying. I mean, he's untrustworthy. What is Donald Pleasance's job or Dr. Loomis's job at this point? Even because even at the beginning when they're about to move and they're like, he should be here helping. Holy shit. That's dude. Well, they just Mark, don't. They don't. That's why he's don't. not there. He drove ahead to fucking help bust him out. Yeah. Oh, he set up a roadblock. He sets he up some the road spikes the down. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing goes like he's just never there when like stuff's going and down. And then he shows up right after. I like the idea of what you guys are saying, but I cannot get behind it. It's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. <laughs> no, but I do like it because I like the idea of like him going. But also, maybe he's crazy too, right? So when he, it's, it's like a game. <laughs> So that's that's the answer to uh, your theory, Mark. Steve well, poo-poos it. <laughs> no, no. I, I wanted to elaborate a little bit more. We're not just going John Carpenter line. Yeah. I, <laughs> hey, John. John, are you there? I'm playing NBA uh, 2K23 or whatever. Uh, 2K19. I don't play that. Yeah. Uh, I like you know the, the part where he finds Jason in the uh, in the gas station or whatever, right? Yeah. And he shoots, and like when he shoots, Jason's gone. He's just a puff of smoke. Michael. They don't. Sh- it doesn't show Jason like. <gasps> or sorry, Michael. Michael. I know they're all the same. <laughs> it is. They're all the fucking same. Right. Uh, but he he dips out, and it's just steam or whatever from the whatever. I don't. There's no real explanation as to why the steam is there. It's just there. Um, <laughs> But I do like that idea. I do like it. But I mean, it'd be it's, cool. There's, if... there's a lot more needed to support it. I will yeah, admit this. Like multiple movies afterwards utilizing that theory and going with it, but they don't. They, they're just like, we got to get Loomis back because he's the crazy old doctor. And now we're going to make Michael Myers like a. I, actually, Maybe I Loomis was aiding in the third one with the crazy children's heads exploded thing. Well, the thing about the third one, if you'll remember, Mark. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> is that in the that the universe of that movie the halloween movies are just movies that are being yeah. played on tv yeah, yeah. they show a trailer for the first movie yeah. in that movie. maybe they're made for tv movies based on true stories <laughs> that's the way we can get around it it's like one of those not those like uh 70s like based on a, on true events it's me 70, robert stack yeah. 70s meta movies yeah <laughs> are this too one, aware of themselves this one still plays with the idea of masks a little bit like you know he's the mask the, the mask is in the background before he gets it he's going around with his head t- taped up when he's you know yeah and later the girl we get the pov and she pulls the mask down over her eyes you know 
Yeah, mask I, stuff. I, I mean, there's a lot of predictability in this movie as well, but there is one moment that I was like, that's amazing. And I, I'm, I don't know if we want to get to it well, before we talk to it or, or talk about it or if we can talk about it now, but it's like one of the best horror, like, oh, reversals well, that I can as, think of. You may as well just say it. It's the <clears throat> moment where uh, Boobies comes out with the coffee. What's her name? Her name's Boobies, isn't it? I wrote I wrote different words than that down. Oh, uh, I didn't write any words. Down. Her name's uh, Kelly. Lesbian. Kelly, no. Oh, the Kelly girl. Meeker, played by Kathleen. Yeah, she Kelly has a shirt Kinnon. on that says "Cops do it by the book," which yeah. I'm like, I. What does that mean? And also, that sucks <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> that people are like, if you were to wear a shirt like that, people would be like, get that shirt off, you sick fuck. This movie, it's I like would the say, equivalent to wearing a MAGA hat. I would say this movie's copaganda, but they definitely show the police being incompetent for 88 straight minutes. So, well, they show the one police chief being very competent Pretty and believe and never like shutting someone down and being like, you're just crazy. He's like. All right, I I cannot not investigate this because this is seems fucked, and if it's true, then there's going to be some dead people that I have to deal with. But he could have done a better job of investigating it for sure. Okay. Um, but she comes out with uh, the coffee, which is piping hot. By the way, I was like, did it? It didn't need to be steaming that much. Like that meant that she was holding an actual tray just full of like boiling hot ass water for it to show up on camera like that if she tripped she'd be like disfigured and like the the timeline now would be like remember when kelly meeker got burnt alive but also rachel takes throws a glass at her at one point too well that one was steaming hot i'm talking about that one was just that one was just regular water also during that sequence she puts i counted six full tablespoons of sugar into her one cup of coffee and i was like that is disgusting. <laughs> what the she's a, she's a ten. Half... She's a ten pumps of fucking shit at Starbucks, girly. Yeah, she's like, can I get like, can I get a six pumps, pumps of lime syrup and we cl- neither of us have clearly lime and maple. That's yeah, I love a lime maple spring zesty. That's what they call it. I think. <laughs> Oakley Duckley. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> But I did want to I want to get to the point that I was trying to make. She comes out with a coffee and she's talking to the guy in the rocking chair. And, you know, that guy had like has this specific hairdo, that deputy, the entire movie. And she's talking about like, I wish the power was back on so we could watch MTV or something. And then she lights a candle and then she sees that deputy's face in like crumpled up in a corner. Like he's folded up like a, you know, like you stuffed him in a suitcase or whatever. And then Michael Myers stands up and I don't know, like I'm usually very astute. I'm usually very like able to predict this kind of stuff. But like when I saw, I was like, so wait, what, whose head is on the body? Cause I, for some reason I was like, he's going to be dead in the chair. Right. That that was my whole brain was like, he's going to be dead in the chair. Yeah, me too. And then he just stands up and I was like, Oh, wait, no, the, the chair is Michael. Myers. Like my brain never thought of like, Michael Myers is capable of holding a gun. It doesn't mean he's going to use it. But, but yeah, he but then he'll... Hold he used it, but he did use it, just not, not in a traditional <laughs> he sense. He didn't pull the trigger. So <laughs> if you're wondering what he does, he doesn't pull the trigger. I don't think his hands can do anything but this and this. 
So I don't think you could put, I don't think you could anyway. Well, um, I was watching it with Danny and Danny said something that I was like, Oh yeah, true. Maybe he's smarter than we think is like, cause he stabs her with the gun through the wall and like yeah. pins her to the wall with a shotgun. And I was like, I guess he doesn't know how to use a gun. And then Danny was like, or he just wasn't trying to make too much noise. He made noise, but not like a gunshot level noise. And I was like, Oh yeah. Or maybe brutality is his game because all of his other kills are just grabbing somebody by part of their body and ripping. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or what else? Is this yeah. whole episode just a theory corner? Yeah. It's like, wait <laughs> a minute. Ding, 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 ding. Um, I mean, or he just, he actually abhors gun violence. He's like, this country is going to shit. We need to have some really stricter gun laws. And uh, I, I refuse to fire a gun. What are, what are Michael, what are Michael Myers, Batman rules? What are his rules? Because you know how I was like, kill everybody, but don't shoot anyone. But it seems like, you know, Jason's like, I, I, I thought it'd be funny if he didn't kill virgins, but like he goes after the kids because of, you know, his mother uh, wanted the kids dead because they didn't look at him while he was drowning. It seems like he's trying to destroy the, the, the bloodline based off of, um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, but also he just likes to maim people. Like he just likes to fucking, he grabs a guy by like the back of his chin and just pulls half his face off, which was, and the first kill he does, like as he's leaving before the car, before the ambulance crashes, he just puts his thumb in a guy's forehead, just thumb in the forehead. And that's the kill. Yeah. Well, he softened his skull up by smashing it on by the back smashing of the it repeatedly. Like a couple times. So yeah, like, the question I wanted to ask about it's that like it's cop. like cracking an egg. If you crack an egg, if you if you destroy <laughs> the integrity of the edge, you, you can easily stick your thumb through that. So what? Like when he killed that cop, it looked like his hand was here, the wrong way. Did he t- like just twist him? Because that's what I'm thinking. At what point, sir? When he kills the 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 cop that was sitting in the the rocking chair. Oh yeah, I couldn't get a good a... look at like what was happening. It was very dark, and it was also kind of like a, a quick one. But yeah, I don't, I don't know either. Mark, do you know? Uh, sorry, which part? Uh, rocking chair cop. Rocking chair cop. Uh, nobody knows how he dies. He's just dead. But what? <laughs> he's just dead. Yeah. He just, just gets crumpled I, in the I, corner. I was trying to rewatch and like maybe see if his body's backwards. That's you what know? I'm saying. Like his head is sitting there, or if there's anything around his neck well he has like his arms and like his it, and he looks twisted up around so yeah. like i don't know if like he like, i think know, that michael him. myers just killed him and then like folded him up like a lawn chair <laughs> and then stuffed him behind the table like just no one will find him here him in this in. dark corner yeah. because when he kills I mean, Brady... he, i mean no come on the man's got a whole subtle sense of like drama and gravitas he's like i put the body yeah. right when she comes in yeah right by the candle she's the, gonna light the, the candle door, it's the only candle in the room the <laughs> light's gonna shoot in it's gonna be perfect and the light and will go up second, onto the wall yeah. where i've stabbed First girl's gonna light the candle. second yeah. girl's gonna see it when it comes in everything's gonna be great because the way he kills Brady is crazy too. He just fucking picks him up by his neck and squeezes, and then I assume I thought he was gonna throw him off the banister, but like it's I kind of implied. Yeah, me too. But I, it's kind of implied that he throws him over the banner because we don't see him again. I thought he was gonna throw him through that giant window or the giant window right behind yeah. them. Yeah. But when he didn't, I was like, maybe not. 
budget like that's like what i was thinking is like they could throw them over the railing for sure if they throw them through the window that's a big deal and like maybe he shouldn't die if that happened and then i was and then it just cuts away and i'm like oh he's dead because they're not gonna show it he's dead they had at least one realistic fake body the two bodies that fell off the back of the bed of the truck were stunt guys but the guy that he throws over the bed of the truck when they're driving away that was like it crumpled like if but it looked good so they could have when he lifted him up i wonder if there's a cutting room floor moment where he just dumps him over the banister because that would have been a cool visual i think yeah, I think we're getting we're getting a little bit too. We've said all the kills. all the effects. Yeah, we've we've literally said them all. So maybe we go through the movie now. Yeah. I think the budget wasn't as big as they wished it was because a lot of kills seem to cut off. Like we could throw him over the edge, but we're just gonna leave it with his head getting squashed. Yeah, it's... I mean, even relative to the time, the budget for this movie was pretty low. Like it's yeah. a five five million for the entire movie. It is kind of the style of this era. The the, the three movies yeah. from this the the these this the span of four years, kind of all have that same problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like I said, I love budgets. For, I love movies from that sort of era because it was like they hold up a picture. Like we need people who look like these, and then we're gonna need a guy who looks scary, and we'll give you money. <laughs> yeah, it did. It it made back its money like triple at least. Oh. Um, but you know, there's a part of me that really wishes that the idea of the third one went on, where they're like, "Let's make a new movie and a new movie and a new movie every year." Because like, I really don't like anthology movies where it's like, "I'm going to go for the duration of a regular movie, but it's three to five shorts that I'm watching." You know, like I don't really like that kind of stuff. I, it's okay on TV, but I don't, I don't like it in theaters. Um, I'd rather just watch three episodes of like the Twilight Zone or something, right? But I would, I would like to have seen what they would have done, and it would have been interesting if they did sort of, you know, foresight obviously exists, but like an MCU style where they 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 make these stories, and then they they can find ways to like have these through points where like, because right. even I think like the fifth or sixth Michael Myers, they start getting back into that rune idea of the third one like the the stonehenge shit like the druidic mm-hmm. magics and stuff and it's like and i really like the idea of in the third one they show he, it's a movie in that universe because that's the same as in the mcu where it's like shang chi and there's nothing there's no references to like any of the other mcu stuff until one person says like oh yeah just like the hulk and iron man and then you're like ah that's what that that's what that felt like, like oh yeah tony stark exists in this universe <laughs> yeah actually the, the netflix the the jessica jones first season i think was well the, it's kind of like only I, time yeah, they really did that but yeah I, I was hoping that they would release another halloween thing this year because they had that uh, werewolf by night last year they did and... they re-released it in color <laughs> okay, <yeah. laughs> okay bye. Not new. yeah <laughs> you should play a fart sound please <laughs> um i was hoping they would do something where they do something similar where it's like spooky marvel world it exists and then you know they could have those because there's a bunch
that's how Jason takes his shit. He shits so hard that he bounces off the toilet like Mario. Sorry, be careful what you wish for. I thought that that wasn't going to be such a ear assault. Anyway, sorry, Steve. I didn't mean to cut you off. I did, but uh, I was just hoping that they would they would do another thing and then have it have a their own sort of like Universal Monsters style world yeah. outside of the the Marvel world, and then if they wanted to, they could fold it in because they've been trying to make blade forever right and I'm like why is that is that not the perfect jumping off point for blade like i remember watching the werewolf by night and being like should not blade be one of these people <laughs> like in this like world of to monster set up killing the blade yeah. movie that's very much or at least put moon knight in at the end or something one of the spooky anything i mean heroes moon knight i guess is kind of spooky because he deals with ghosts and shit but like Blade literally his job is killing vampires. Killing like, vampires. Why the fuck was one he of at the that people meeting? Was a vampire in that. Yeah, or Whistler. You know, it's like Whistlers, and then like you've got Whistler, and like maybe Whistler dies, at it, and then like then then we go into a Blade thing. Anyway, I don't want to get into the that stuff. I was just saying that like the third the third Halloween movie has its own sort of like interesting and fun story, as we all talked about in March, I believe it was, and. It is weird, right? It's like automatons and like robots and druidic magic giving mask powers to little chips that like make people's heads turn into bugs. Am I? I'm paraphrasing, but that's, I'm pretty sure that was no, the that's, movie. We did, we, I'm much. gonna go delete yeah. that episode, and that I'm just gonna cut to you just explaining that for one minute, and then that's the new episode. Sorry, Mark. But, you know, imagine they made another one because it, it feels like uh, Goosebumps or something, right? Like yeah. when you're a kid, like the Goosebumps episodes. The Goosebumps Every Halloween had a little bit of that too, right? Like, Well, the the idea behind the anthology the films was be, would be that, like, yes, they can continue to make Michael Myers movies, but then they can also make Druidic uh, magic movies, and then they could make, mm-hmm. you know, they would have all these franchises that they could make. Mm-hmm. And they they abandoned it because I guess the third one didn't make as much money as they had hoped, and people were very vocally pissed off that Michael Myers was not in it, and they thought that they had been lied to. They're like, we thought Michael Myers was going to be back, and he's just a, a cartoon character on TV. I would say hot dogs. Most <laughs> most recently, American Horror Story does that kind of well, where it's mostly um, anthology. Or Black Mirror is another one where it's mostly anthology, but there's. I'll little... agree with you on Black Mirror, but I, I disagree on American Horror Story. Well, they do. There's little through lines and fan theories that they take certain seasons. Oh, I just mean that like American Horror Story is the just same like. Universe. What if ghosts were horny all the time in every? There's more that to ever it. Existed? You're not wrong. There's more to it than that, though. Some of the there are oh, some really good seasons, <laughs> but it is a. Um, What's his face? Ryan Murphy show. So he's a horny gay man who like. What if everybody just? What if they're scary and they fuck? But American Horror what if, Stories. What if everybody in the whole town owned an antique collection of dildos. <laughs> That's the new episode. That's the new season. It's called. And Dildo all the dildos Dildo. are haunted. Yeah. It's called Dildo Alley. <laughs> By a different ghost. It's called Dildo Alley. <laughs> and every episode is a different dildo and there's a different tale to be Don't. told. This is the tale of Don't Dilly Dally and Dildo Alley. <laughs> and this one's called Oakley Dunkley. <laughs> All right, so feels like we're keep... nothing at all, nothing at all, <laughs> nothing at all, nothing at all. Um, the point that I was trying to make is that this was it, it, it. Though it's it's not a bad movie by any stretch, it doesn't expand on the lore of Jason or uh, uh, 
Austin Powers. Just do what I all. do and say Mike Myers. It doesn't. Um, in any way, all it really does is, is show you how crazy this little girl is who is the niece and Laurie Strode died and somehow he finds about it. It's like, is he finding about, about the niece while he's in the ambulance? Like, what's going well, on does there? It? Or does just, she, like I, I said, does she get, does she go crazy after she touches his hand? Yeah. I think, That's what I think. I, I have a little mini theory here too that, to tie it all together. Because I think that the Halloween series is retconned for the new movies where they bring back Laurie before three. And it just yeah, fast it takes forwards. place after Halloween too. Yeah, yeah, it just fast forwards thirty. But then also, this the character, future. the daughter character, is in those movies, okay. playing the same yeah. character. That same actor is playing the same character. So, guys. Okay, so, okay, so that's what's fucking with me. But this movie has a thing where, like, this is why you need a Don Mancini to bring in the fucking reins and be Bible. like, Chucky is a pervert, yes. And he also loves strangling women, yes. And he was brought back to life by voodoo magic, yes. And you know what? It all makes sense, pretty much. I think this is the worst case of, like, th- this isn't even like, oh, we're making a fourth one. We're getting rid of the character, like, Freddy and Jason. Well, up until this movie, there is one. actually sort of a Dan- Don Mancini. Well, this but one seems like, like we're going full shot. bore into a second trilogy. Uh, yeah, because I mean, at the end, it's very like similar. The five to me. comes not too long after, doesn't? It? Yeah, yeah. They, and also, all these movies were like every year. They're like, we got to make another one and another one. But like, like the little Max girl has on... the same origin story. As, Jamie has the same origin origin story as Michael Myers. He just does all the killing as a kid in that clown suit. Then gets put away for years and years, and then reemerges on that fateful night where he escapes from the first ambulance in the first movie. When he's been being it's, moved. It's a redoey, yeah. It definitely feels like, yeah, they were just relaunching <laughs> the whole they're like, okay. Forget fine, about that. Forget about that mask. We're just movie. gonna go with Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah. <You're right> <laughs> but that's that's what we I don't need any more pumpkin masks. About the director. I wanted to say about the director he we liked captured. It. I was we kinda did. I was kinda talking about it at the beginning when we were talking about the director, but he captured that seventies feel in the 80s the the vibe of the movie looks the same it's got that same mm-hmm. like film grain look that the 70s films had the 70s film had it has a similar like darkness to it there's no levity in this whole movie except for sometimes donald pleasance is trying to be funny i think maybe mm-hmm. the, the, what you don't remember the drunk priest the priest was pretty good i was <laughs> that's part of my uh final thoughts i was like why did they introduce this amazing character played by that fucking character? Imagine actor? it was like him and Donald Pleasant the whole time. Like, Donald Pleasant, it's gonna Donald. get evil, and like he convinces the priest that that I Michael is evil. Yeah. That's, I think that's he killed your, him. That's you're my boy, Blue from fucking old school. That's the guy that was, you know, <laughs> Blue. Blue, yeah, yeah. Oh, that name blue. wasn't you're my boy. He's an old His name was that Blue. Outside my store. <laughs> <laughs> He's the old yeah. man in the bar from The Wedding Singer. Well, how Brady gives it. Michael Myers a good punch to the face Fucking right man. before he gets his head just squeezed. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's one of those moments where you're like, what are you going to do, though? You know, like, he could have, it would have, if it was like a, a naked run style, like, scary movie movie, he would have, like, kept, like, throwing things at him forever. And he just, like, wouldn't have done anything to him 
Or he would have jumped at the window on his own, like Wizard of Oz style, like, I gotta go, and then got like impaled on a fence. <laughs> he would have died anyway, kind of thing. They telegraphed a couple fence deaths, and we didn't get a fence death. Like, I, if Rachel wasn't still alive, she should have fallen out of that fence that yeah. she looks down My at. theory is that fence deaths are probably very expensive to pull off and not have it just be like you fall and then someone's dead on a fence, you know? Mm-hmm. And even doing the just dead on a fence is probably very expensive to like rig it for a real person or to have a body on there and look convincing Bo is afraid had a crazy fence death it's not really a spoiler but holy fuck i mean it kind of is did you see it no but if i had been if i had not been expecting someone to die in a fence i am now there's more to it than that oh does he fall on the fence kind of oh different levels of fence death (laughs) The, the gore, though, the, the, the gore for that fence death. I like fence deaths when they're done right. You got to have the gore because sometimes there's a fence death in um, American Horror Story where this is just on my brain now. It's yeah, like, someone's like fucking themselves on a fence. No, she falls they... off the top. It's in Coven. She falls off the top of the house on oh, the fence. Right. And it just just comes Not up. Like, all of them are having sex, so. Steve. <laughs> Sorry. There's uh, one in an asylum where they do have a lot of just sex. Just 94%. Yeah, <laughs> and there are several other fence deaths. There's one in a hotel that, where there's a gay couple that are constantly ha- they haunt the bed, in fact. That doesn't I did like haunt the bed. Story. That was my favorite, but I liked oh, it. Hotel? Alright, I made a big mistake and I didn't go to the washroom before this and I need to do it now, so okay. I'll be right back. I'll move us through the movie a little bit. Yeah, you made a mistake. Um, we move over to the girl I th- of Rachel. I thought she was going to be final girl, which she kind of was, but J- I would say Jamie's final girl in my opinion. Um, they aren't sisters for real, but the little girl wants to be sisters with big sister. Uh, we learn here that this is like the foster family that Rachel, the niece of Jamie Lee Curtis, is staying with. Is that right? Um, I want to say so, but she calls her Mr. and Mr. Carruthers. So they're she doesn't the... call her aunt and uncle, I oh. don't think, at one point, which okay. is something. So that's why I've always been confused about it, because it's like... So I Rachel don't... is just somebody... Could be maybe her friends. Okay. I, see, I, never, I don't remember the names of the, the people, but like, yeah, they were like, could be like, you know, like aunt and yeah. uncle. Yeah. Like, one of her friends who survived from back in the day, so I'm not sure. But that the old the older people that own the house are um, brother Regarding. and sisters with Jamie Lee Curtis, and then Jamie is their biological daughter, who is the niece of Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay, that's I'm pretty sure that's what's happening. So I'm not maybe Steve knows. I'm not 100 percent sure on who Rachel is, but they do set her up to be the like. She's basically her big sister kind of thing. Yeah. They do set her up to be like the main character. She's not like the slutty friend. She's not like the promiscuous boyfriend. She's not the whatever. No, she's your typical 80s good girl. Yeah. Final girl. The the Her friend that they show in the car with the perm for like two seconds I thought was going to be a bigger deal. But she's only <laughs> in it for like literally has like one line driving a car. Mm-hmm. Um this one is already the scariest of the fourth, in my opinion. I wrote down that Jason was uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Four was cheesy, um, Friday the Thirteenth was comedy, and Chucky was a road trip comedy. Um, I don't know if you watched any of those 
uh, this year, but I would highly recommend going and watching Bride of Chucky. I think that one's <laughs> going to end up being like my favorite of the four, but it's definitely the most like hard parody of um, horror movies and a con- like a f- straight comedy with like pretty brutal murders. It's 1999, so the the special effects have gotten a little bit better than we're stuck in the. They knew 80s. what people wanted to see. Yeah. Michael Myers is in the girls' room. Uh, he sees Jamie Lee Curtis in a photo album. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. So no, this is all in Jamie's little dream that she has, where she can. This is this is another little theory that I had that has to do with the paranormal element of Michael Myers. Does Jamie have the power to like have sight of some sort? She's I, never seen Michael Myers before. I thought. I think he's just there. But he's... I mean, there is some something going on for sure because she's like goes like the first time we're introduced to her, she's like scared in the night that nobody loves her, and uh, having everybody knows she's art, but she has already been informed right but michael myers her... has like the bandage mask on at this point and he, he like at the same time is crashing no i know but she's when she goes to school she's being made fun of because her uncle is That's michael true. myers yeah she knows that her uncle is michael myers it's not a mystery to her it's not like she doesn't know about it so i, I don't think that her having nightmares about these things would constitute foresight so much as having extreme anxiety based on the fact that everybody in your time everybody in your everybody in your town is scared of you because of who your uncle is not foresight sight like the sight what is what is the difference well foresight is like an intuition that people have and what is sight like paranormal like esp like the sight foresight is the same fucking thing no but like foresight is real foresight is like fortune telling and shit no you can i can have foresight to know like i'm i I, sorry i mean like a fortune teller yeah that's that's what what i mean by the site okay then we're on the same page just foresight is not the same thing like foresight is like this might happen but what's foreskin foreskin is a Thin layer of skin similar to the eyelid that exists on the tip of the penis. <laughs> it's the same kind of skin. Figure it out, bud. Up until recently, most, if not all, people would remove it at birth for some reason. For some religious reason. <laughs> they say it's hygiene, but it's removing part of your But body. really, it's just to make you be like, we cut your dick skin off for God. God didn't like it. He thought it was ugly. I wonder if you're allowed to say dick <laughs> Sacrifice skin. your dick skin for God. For God. <laughs> God, there's like a god out there somewhere being like I tricked them I tricked them and he's like bathing in foreskin <laughs> there's another god is like you're a weird fuck you're yeah. weird dude <laughs> no, that's weird that's that weird brother it's weird so we get a I'm the god of alcohol hold on a minute <laughs> I never really thought about this as a concept but like all gods talk to each other like professional wrestlers <laughs> <laughs> every single god is just a professional wrestler that's funny that's a funny hey, god of thunder it's me brother Abraham, but like when dude. they say brother they're not just saying it as like a you know like a how do you do it's like they're, they're literally brothers with each other like brother <laughs> brother <laughs> brother that'd be a fun uh like saturday morning cartoon in the 80s i don't think it would play now also you can't try muhammad so 
I mean, anything you make is going to make people offended, so you may as well take a shot. Yeah. Just try and get as offensive <laughs> as you can, brother. It's a, brother. Like an Adult Swim <laughs> cartoon. That let's take it to the other, the other, the other twelve o'clock. Um, we get a we get a shot on the screen that says Haddonfield, Illinois, which is of course the town where Halloween takes place. Uh, it's Halloween, nineteen eighty eight. It is the. Um, I didn't write there. There was a title drop. I'm gonna do it because this just... is the first movie that we've done. That is, sorry, it's not the first one, but it's like the first one where I wasn't sure where they show the year, and I was like, "Oh, I'm alive for this one! I was born finally." That's when they said the name of the movie in the movie. In the movie. In the movie. Um, at 12 minutes, uh, at uh, 14 minutes, she says Halloween, and at 12 minutes, uh, it says Halloween on the screen. That's the closest. I just. I want to use the sound, but the title drops have not been happening very frequently. Yeah, not for these ones anyway. No one's going to be like, this is the return of Michael Myers. <laughs> this is the... Freddy's dead! Yeah. Maybe that one will happen. Um, I'm the Dream... Oh yeah, Dream Master. We Also, we, we all know that when people say the name of the movie in the movie, unless it's like named after a character, it's bad. It's not great. It Prognosis negative. <laughs> yeah. It's just not good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rachel doesn't want to be an oinker. Was a note that I made. Um, yeah, that made diet. me feel sad. It made for me her. feel weird because yeah. that was a very real problem then. Because she already kind of looks a like a pig a little bit. Oh my god! I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm just kidding. Uh, she's beautiful. I thought that Rachel was an. Av- she, she has a similar. She has a similar nose. She has a similar nose to me, which is like a. Your nose up points. And I you think got it's a rule large... that the final girl has to be a plain oh, Jane. I think that's just that's just the rule. Uh, I mean, I think in the eighties that was like that was the. If you go watch like the other teen movies, your you know Breakfast Clubs, your whatever Sixteen Candles, that kind of that that good girl look was the was yeah. the like the it's also like girl. one of those things where like, you... they, they, the other girl was clearly a slut they're like this and girl. <laughs> she had <laughs> yeah black. we're gonna have to bleep that mark she had insane cans <laughs> we're gonna have to bleep me saying she was a pig and you saying she's a slut <laughs> but we'll leave in me I, like, talking about her cans the, <laughs> i thought just say the prototype of like the 80s girl who sleeps around i'm not saying like she's a real person i'm more saying like that was a character of the like the late 80s early 90s there was the girl who slept around and then there was the good girl they're like yeah he's a good girl also Don't i think that actor girl. um the one who is like the the girl at work the the cops do it by the book girl she like her entire career was sort of like you know like skin max style stuff where you did yeah, see her did. giant boobs. It's, uh, I looked into it. <laughs> Jason's like, I may have a brief history to it's go over mixed. again. It's mixed. Mixed. I think she was trying to, I think she was trying to be a serious actor at first. And then she became the. the and people were like, max. listen, lady, your boobs are too big. You, you can't be a serious fig- actor. You go with what you know. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta roll the fill. That's kind of sad Cinemax. though, because like, I mean, it's, it's not untrue though like the most sort of like predominant actors who are women don't have giant boobs and the ones that do are usually like larger like in terms of like all proportions it's not a thing that really exists right 
I don't know. I mean, at this at this <laughs> time, I'm talking about at this time period. Right. I'm not talking about now. Yeah, no, exactly. That's the whole thing. It's like I'm well, I'm more talking about like at the 88, 89. They had character types. Like so, I like uh, at the end of the movie when she's in the truck and he's on top, right? And he's like uh, Michael Myers, and he's like punching through the window or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They purposely give like a couple quick rips of her yeah. shirt. Just enough to show like a bra strap and get guys yeah. going like, oh, in fact, oh, is that whole <laughs> like her oh, whole sweater gets ripped off? In eighty-eight, eighty-nine, that got guys going more than yeah. the girl who like was basically topless. Her, and, like, oh my God, Mark, you're probably right. That's so no, the other girl's weird. shirt would have come off. I thought, I thought Rachel's shirt was coming off at that moment, but there was an inconsistency where her shirt, her they definitely had to like cut apart or give her a new sweater because it got ripped so much on that first rip and then it yeah. cuts to her back and the shirt's perfect again the second rip's almost a perfectly new rip they're exactly because like, ah. he rips the sweater almost off and i was like wow they're, right. that's where they're going with this but they didn't it was very tasteful yeah and so i'm just like I think it was very tasteful yeah, yeah. Um, how do we tastefully savagely rip her sweater off of her while she's driving while she's driving <laughs> the, yeah, just a little rip at a time you know the 16 year old probably even though she's probably played by like a 24 year old but still that's yeah we should also pro- probably talk about that weird it's not even a love triangle it's just like an lopsided idiot the shoehorned in love story it doesn't really have anything to do with anything it's no. i guess it's just there it, it actually could uh, not exist. It could not exist, and the movie would be fine with that. But no, it wouldn't, because then the runtime would be like 74 minutes. <laughs> I Because <laughs> this no. movie is 88 minutes long. No, because the whole movie ends up at the sheriff's house, right? Sorry, Mark, go ahead. What were you going to say? Sorry, I think it's just that they needed an arc that gets them to a different house, right? So they're at the one. They need to get to somewhere else. What's a plausible thing? You know, she, so they wanted something they could cut back and forth to. You know, yeah. like it, yeah. you keep it. Look at the, remember the key to horror stories is like horror movies, especially like this era, and like when you're on low budget, is you need to keep the cast small. Can't have like, oh, now we're going to Lori's house, the fourth girl who's over here. Now we got to pay her. So it's like yeah. she, we already paying her for lines. So we're to pay this girl for and a And she loves calculus. Loka is... <laughs> back in. He cheats on her. We show up there. There's a quick minute of drama in the house. We, you do what you're doing. You know you're bad. I, I, so now let me like quickly murdered, stuff my bra so into this. gets murdered, we're all like, okay, it's okay that the other girl died. The cop the cop shop girl. Because it's like, you know what? She is bad. She, uh, she cheated with the boyfriend. I think that without the sheer brutality of somebody like Jason, who his whole shtick is like trying to outdo his last kill, Halloween's much more grounded in reality. Probably the most grounded in reality of the four of the grimoire. And I think that you need to have that interpersonal drama to sort of accelerate that idea instead of just because there's there are there is kind of a like a love thing in Friday the Thirteenth Part Four, but it's stupid and doesn't really matter. Doesn't go anywhere. And there are people that are yeah. like having sex and there are people that are like yeah. in relationships, but that's just favor. kind of yeah, just there. The <laughs> I got it on mute. No, you don't. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no, you don't. Do I not? Do I no, not? Do I, I not? 
Hey, Mark's man. roommate. Mark's roommate just bought brought like a, a plywood board with like a glory hole. hole. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Can you glory? Oh, this? the internet knows. I, I hit both. Can you glory my hole, bro? <laughs> can you? Can you? <laughs> I can't get back online. Uh, <laughs> I'm back. So, uh, what kind of bowl are you packing? <laughs> uh, salad. Uh, a glory bowl. You having a salad over there? You're, you're eating a sandwich? No. Not a sandwich. Soup and salad. That's the best way to go. <laughs> Super salad? Super salad. Either um, or. Um, oh, here's well, something I wanted to bring up uh, as an aside. Something that this movie does really well, and other movies do it, but I didn't touch on. Horror movies just deal with the macabre in that at the beginning when they're referring to Loomis uh, they say something along the lines of like you know Dr. Loomis isn't here he could be dead and nobody would know that's just like that's just like makes you feel that foreboding but the biggest one the biggest one of those little like throwaway lines that just feels very horror is she gets off the phone and she's like oh she can't make the the thing tonight she broke her leg she snapped her ankle ice skating and that just evokes that's feeling what you just said that line nobody would care if Lubis died that's another reason why i think he's with jason he's like her mate michael he's like guys dicks they don't like me I see what I, they they don't listen to me. They all think I'm I'm full of it. After ten years, everybody thinks he's just crying. Well, regardless, down. Michael's nothing, and he's like, all right, well, his life's work is Michael Myers, regardless of anything. And they don't take him seriously anymore. No. They want him to literally. If well, he's he been atrophy. He's years. been in a coma for ten years, right? Like at this point, like there's there's a point. So that, at the beginning of the movie, there's the other doctor, right? It was like I. Uh, or sorry, what he's what he's he says something along the lines of like Loomis is just uh you know he's he's basically just a name on the page at this point we we don't even really call him anymore he, it doesn't matter uh, if anything I I hope that at any point he'll yeah. abandon the case retire or die die yeah, yeah. <laughs> get the fuck out of here and then like later he's like. I've said it before and I'll say it again, Loomis. You're the one that needs psychiatric help. And then he gets like a phone call being like, oh, uh, I see. And like the, the, the doctor's voice is very like gravelly and low that it reminded me of Harvey Firestein. I don't yeah. know, if you guys know who that is. Yeah. Where he's like, I, I expect him to be like, I got to call my mother and I got to call my lawyer. It's, <laughs> like the right episode, it's the episode of The Simpsons is Harry White. Uh, or Independence Day, or the Independence movie I'm quoting Day. right now. But he, uh, it's the one where Homer has like his his assist, his like personal. Um, it's, it's when he gets hair. It's the one where he gets hair, and he's yeah, got like, like his personal you are friend. A beautiful man, Homer Simpson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because um, yeah, uh, Harvey Firestein. Great. Harvey he's Firestein. A, he's a playwright. Yeah. He's a he's a an amazing uh, actor, dancer, and choreographer, and playwright, and. Uh, he's uh, in Mrs. Doubtfire. He's like, I think we're gonna need to go full plastic surgery. Here. Oh, is he the hairdresser that like? He's his brother. That like gets him all gussied up. That's his brother. Do it like a lady. Yeah, yeah. He he makes prosthetics for him, and yeah, and he's so, in Independence Day where he's like, I need to call my brother. I need to call my lawyer. So Doctor Loomis just shows up and says ominous shit at this point in the chronology, basically. Yes. Or f- and follows Michael Myers around the countryside, but, looking at all his various. Uh, this is, so look upon this is my those, works. 
one of the things that like especially in these older movies where nobody believes anybody right like no. that's kind of the the thing especially in the freddy krueger movies it was refreshing Chucky... to see the city come and together her... and believe that michael myers exists yeah. and that's kind of the thing that they really lean into in the Halloween series is that everybody knows who michael myers is and everybody remembers what happened and even in the new ones that's what all they're talking about is like you remember 50 fucking years There's ago when it was Halloween one time, and Austin Powers is going to show up and dance down the street. Yeah. Wait, but in um, in this movie, it's it's still only ten years, right? But but that's what's kind of more interesting is that like in that mob, like the bar, you know that scene with the the bar where they're like they're putting a curfew on, and we've all got to go to bed now. That's what people are like now about own. COVID. Well, it's, yeah. it's I, I you know I was reading, uh, they talked with somebody i don't know one of the guys who helped make the movie back in there and they talk about how that's sort of like an underlying premise of the movie is that the town like doesn't fully celebrate halloween anymore because they're still scarred from 10 years prior so yeah. they're like we'll give you guys till nine and then nobody's going outside once the sun goes down yeah everybody come yeah. home yeah and that's why as soon as like things are going down they're like Vigilante posse. Vigilante let's justice. Go. Yeah. yeah, let's roll. Which but work like, out I think children. Yeah, the idea right in this one was like, you know, it, it's something's going down, and like everybody gets amped up at the bar. Like all these old white men, they're yeah. like, "What?" And then like the bartender's like, "I called the police station. It's just ringing. We better go. Like a telephone does when no one picks it up. We gotta go figure out what's going on. So and, that's yeah. another and thing. It is, and it is refreshing. Like, it is refreshing to see that. Go back to guys' point. To see them actually care for once. You know yeah. how many times in a movie like, ah, oh, guess Jimbo's not picking up, and they just <laughs> yeah. kind of hang up. It would have been very yeah. It would have been very easy for them to be like, listen, Loomis, it's been ten years. No one's been killed in ten years. And then but, Michael like, the... goes into that bar and just clears them all. That's what I found really that. refreshing. <laughs> but he does right. do that yeah. to the police station, yeah, which is also true. like kind of cool. Kind of off camera though, which, which I would have liked to see how he destroyed. I mean, it would have been great place. to to see that, but at the same time, they the could reshoot you don't see the it. whole movie with just all the murders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, to go back to my point about like weird macabre, like almost comedy, almost just referencing horrible things. The one big joke in this movie that is the blackest comedy, the darkest comedy, is that when these rednecks are just doing vigilante justice, they accidentally shoot a f civilian and they don't yeah. show them. They're just looking down at him like in the bushes. And it really had that like weird 80s, like dark comedy vibe to see it. i made a joke when i was watching it with the person i was watching it with and the joke landed with the person that i was watching it with but then i thought about it and i'm like but nobody in the scene it's not really played funny it was funny because it was like oh, they they killed tom we killed tom uh masturbator he, he loves masturbating in the bushes but we should have oh, yeah, known know, it was him I thought that moment was played for a joke, a brief. I mean, it's, moment it's, of levity. It's, but it's not that funny. Like they shot somebody because they were scared, right? Like there's no like goofiness to it. It's just like they're. Also, I guess the, the goofiness is that they shoot they, so many fucking the redneck. Times. The rednecks yeah. are out shooting, and they kill somebody. It's a message, and it's like, you know, yeah, gun stay, violence. Stay in Halloween town. They Back also, like, Mars. when they unload on 
Michael Myers at the end. The police unloading are just like... And the hillbillies. It's like a whole the, yeah, army, firing army squad. Yeah. I thought that was also funny, but that, is, is that definitely a, wasn't. Is that a... Is it a graveyard? I don't even... What is it? No, it was just like at the side of the road by a well, I think. You know how they keep the wells right next to the road, typically? Right. And when somebody falls into the well... Yeah, deep, slightly boarded well next to the road. So that if anybody falls into it, it collapses and all the earth around it. And there's possibly a tunnel connected to the bottom, so (laughs) So he can definitely escape and show up in the next one. For the fourth There's time. a running river down there that will lead out to the ocean, and he'll be like, "Ding ding ding!" Oh, med packs a lot of ways. Heal him up. William Shatter mask is still like, bleh. he's still breathing. Somehow well, he's going through a video game like mini game, picking up the fucking med packs and just. No, he's having to press A and X as he's like hitting the stones, like <laughs> going through the... to not die. I love mini. I mean, if you hit enough right buttons in a row, you'll never die. So maybe that's what is going on for Michael Myers. It's just a mini game for him constantly hitting A and B and X. I mean, if Rachel can survive that fall, Michael Myers could definitely survive that jump. That's true. Off the top of the house. Um, we're at the point of the movie where we Donald Pleasance, I just Donald Pleasance has battle damage from the second movie, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, and he like he takes the special and he like flips the burn mark over his face. Did you guys notice that that fucking burn mark kept changing the yeah. way it looked like the whole fucking movie? Listen, it was the makeup artist's first job. Okay. I think I think that it was like a weird. I got it like an inch. We're going with it. Yeah, he's it like, all right, like Donald, funny. just lay still. I've heated your skin up to about four hundred fifty degrees. <laughs> he just like cracked a, an egg on the side of his face. We're good. It's got bubbles. <laughs> it looks great. Sorry, Jason, go ahead. No, I was just saying that I think it might have just been a shitty, like, some sort of epoxy or putty that just kept, they kept, kept, well, no, I, I looked into it a little bit and they were filming for a long time with a prosthetic. And then some random person on set, I, I don't, I, I couldn't figure out who it was, Hair. said to Donald Pleasance, Looks like you got a cracked egg on the side of your face. And Donald Pleasance like immediately was like, "What?" <laughs> he like went to the makeup team and like made them redo it. Went to the director, went to the producers, and was like, "We have to reshoot all of my." And it was like hours and hours of reshoots. And he, but Donald Pleasance was like, "I will not. I don't care. I I don't need any more money. We'll do it again. We just got to make it look good." And they changed it, but in editing. They had all these scenes that they had reshot and all these scenes that they had like forgotten to reshot. So there's like points where it still has that like the egg on his face. Oh, I definitely thought it was like the 80s where they're like, nope, sorry. Whatever, man. Sorry, Donna, we don't got the budget. It's going to cut into our cocaine budget if we change your face now. So let's. uh, And we're already running real low on our cocaine budget. I got a Chevy Chase movie coming down the pipe. My <laughs> drug budget is insane for that. I can't Fletch, do it. <laughs> Fletch also lives. Okay, so we gotta we gotta save the cocaine for that. We're we... Fletch for the return of Fletch <laughs> this summer. We need a pile of cocaine for Chevy. Okay, like we're stretched in here. You're gonna have to just wear the egg on your face. <laughs> yeah, the egg on your also, face. Also, uh, Michael Myers only kills with his bare hands in this one. That's all we can afford Excellent. as well. 
Wow, he does well, kill a man that's with a shotgun. Usually, how he kills people, he doesn't really kill he people. He kills a man with a shotgun. Isn't he or a woman like, with a shotgun? I, I always thought Michael Myers was a fucking. Well, he was the original sorry. slasher. He doesn't use guy. anything like uh, other than you know, like stabbing. That is a great point. He is very ineffective with his knife in this movie. Yeah. Well, he doesn't get it till like the very end. Remember, he's in the attic and he's like, "Thank nice. goodness, there's a knife in this attic." I was like, "Why is there a knife in the attic?" <laughs> I saw so a great point. Was that the tie into the next one? Because he goes knifing in five. Not to spoil five for people, but he goes knifing in five. So I'm thinking maybe this was their like homage yeah. to people to be like, "We're going back to the slasher by the end of it." I saw a scene like I was flipping through movies on Netflix. She kills. She does the slashing. Right. The little girl. Yeah. But the scissors. Off camera also, because they need more cocaine. I, I The Friday the 13th reboot um, has a scene in it, because it's like when you're just flipping through uh, the, the you know, your Netflix, and it shows Jason in, like, an old abandoned, like, house, and he finds the mask. <laughs> it's a whole fucking like, scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> felt very superhero it felt and you know what i mean and i, I saw a scene from uh, halloween h2o while i was doing this as, as well where a kid has his hand in like a it looks like a trash compactor or something and he's trying to get a he's trying to get a bottle opener out of it and right. michael myers is doing that thing that you were saying steve where he's just standing and then it cuts Back. away and he's just standing closer now where you never see him moving so that theory holds a lot of weight but in between shots he ran he did a tiny little sprint yeah <laughs> yeah he just rolls and stuff yeah he's acrobatic as fuck he got he got hella cardio yeah he's a professional wrestler for sure <laughs> dead air dead air Mechanic. no i'm still thinking i sorry i was still thinking about that like with the, all the gods that ever existed so like, was i like, that's where my head they're all to. they're all professional wrestlers the way they talk to each other like <laughs> It's like one climbs up and he's like, Zoom! I'm thinking Michael Myers. It's like Vince McMahon. He's like, what the hell do you need to talk to me about, Hercules? Imagine we overlay a professional wrestler voice on Michael Myers every time. He's like, brother. Every time he shows up, brother. Let me tell you something mean, Gene. This Sunday at WrestleMania. I'm going to lay to the leg drop and then I'm going to stab him in the guts and stab I mean, him in the these, face with my these finger. These kind of characters are also sort of like the same idea of like professional wrestlers, right? Like at the end of the day, it's they like the we, we tune in for the same idea, they which is moves like to people. violence and like weird stuff and creativity and like it, it just exists right a so specific you, persona yeah i could see like jason Voorhees and michael myers in a, in a if they if they both non-vocal characters they just like staring at each other like uh, in an arena like walking around and like chucky is the announcer and he's like oh my god i have never seen two contestants stare at each other this long in so many years and all I have to say is, ah, they do a dambala. And lightning starts to happen. The two oh, my God. Oh, my the God. It's Jeepers up. Creepers. Jeepers Creepers shows up. Yeah. It's Freddy Final Carter Destiny. It's Hellraiser. Chucky. He's like, you know, Chucky, I know exactly what you mean. I've been waiting for these two to punch each other's heads up. For a it's while. Hellraiser. Hellraiser. <laughs> The walls all open up yeah. in blue light. Okay. 
This is too much. I like that because I like professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> that I like doing entrances. a Chucky impression because I think I'm good at it. I think Chucky would be the announcer for that. Just saying. Um, I really liked the the jump scare of the uh, mechanic and the chains was pretty cool. They spent a lot of money on that compared to the other kills because you don't get to see a lot of aftermath from Michael Myers in this. That no. isn't just yeah. like somebody laying there dead. The arm cut off in the police station was kind of cool, kind of realistic looking, but it was still just like, stop killing people off camera. I, I mean, that's kind of like what Michael Myers' deal is, though, is that like... You don't see it as much. And then Rob Zombie took over and he showed you every single kill. What if what if we have what if we have Michael oh, Myers yeah. and he kills people and we show it? We show it. That's every... exactly what That's his what pitch Rob probably Zombie was. Did. And then he made it so that everyone was like hundred percent. This is disturbing. Like I don't think we needed to see him strangle the waitress to death. Here we go. And some you know, basement... the where they're running, we're gonna cut that out. No cut yeah. no running. Yeah. We're just going to have straggling. If anything, he's going to cut them in the back of their leg and they're going to be crawling and he's going to like stab them while they're crawling. And some basement dweller is just so horny. Some some neck beard fucking redditor is just like, yeah, this is Well, I mean, shit. Jason, you just said show it, but like the thing is is if you show all those things, like sometimes it, it makes it, it makes it so off-putting that it's not fun anymore, right? Like that's that's half the no, but battle my, of my these point... movies is is, is that like they are fun? They make, are fun. Make them like a more set PC. I think Friday, Friday the Thirteenth has a great balance where a lot of the kills are set piece feeling. I, mean, I, think, they I think that Michael Michael moves. Michael's yeah. a, Michael's a movement man. He's, he's moving all over. He he haunts the whole town, right? Like that's always yeah. been the thing. He's not like you know the screams or whatever else. One room, one house, one set piece. He's going to be all over the place. Everybody's terrified. Everybody's involved. That's a really like I said, good point, I feel like actually. the coolest thing about the Halloween movies that I've always liked is that, like, even the third one. Like, so all these in, like, one, two, four, and then through, right? Like, the towns know, like, Michael is there. Like, he's yeah. there. They're terrified. They know, like, this, this town is broken because of that. And then even three... Yes, it all happens on the set piece of like that factory, right? Right. At the end, it goes out and hits all these kids through the TV. So, like, everybody's impacted. Mm -hmm. So, Halloween movies are like not designed to like, they're supposed to haunt a group of people. True. Halloween 3 also. And when you leave the theater in 88, too, right? 88, 89, whatever, right? You're walking out, you're like going by this dark alley. You're like, is is he down that alley? Yeah. Right? True. Yeah, you, Halloween you know, three felt like an apocalypse movie in a lot of ways. It felt like a very like the world is ending kind of. There was a druids. There was yeah. The TVs were like there was an old Irishman who people. hated children for some reason. We don't robots. really know why. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hate him. He just wanted to give him to the druid gods. During the during the sequence uh, with Loomis showing up to the mechanic, he goes into the diner where he sees more aftermath. The the diner attendant's dead. Phone smashed out. Then we get the best part of this movie, in my opinion. <laughs> Michael Myers is still there. He jumps in a truck. He plows out of the the mechanic of out of the yeah. garage. He Michael clips, Myers turn a key. He clips. No, he doesn't need to turn a key. He clips the gas tank, like the gas station, like gas tanks. They go up in flames, 
and it lights <laughs> Dr. Lewis's car on fire. It all explodes. Blows it yeah, and then everything. the fire goes up the lamppost and it it like holds onto that. Like they clearly spent the money on this shot because they hold like the fire score up the lamppost is perfect. And then he that was for the trailer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, why did they show that? And you're like, I guess to show that he there's no way for him to like call. Yeah. Like that's like what the only I was like, why'd they show that? And I was like, <laughs> I guess to he's now stranded. Because then it shows him and he's like, <sighs> and he's like trying to get people to get cracked by some motor it's control. Also one of, it's yeah. also one of the oldie scenes where they sort of set up Michael travel, right? Yeah. Like they're like, he's got a truck. He's off ahead of Loomis. He's like, he knows how to know drive somehow. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, yeah. Well, I mean, he's been astrophied for 10 years, but he can rip people's face. I just imagine. But in... like before that, he was a child who got arrested and put in jail and then he escaped and rode a car like he just knows how to drive a car or something i don't know He's, have you ever he tried to drive a car when you didn't know how to drive a i car? just imagine him driving the car like, like there was some guy teach you how to drive a car from here so wait they're sitting in the cell so you get in okay and oh this is like if you notice half of them are like uh they're like they're like old vehicles so they're probably all stick yeah, so he has to be able to the big sticks that tr- old trucks have. Double clutch in his way. Yeah. Through. <laughs> ones are like <laughs> he's got both feet working. We're like this guy can but barely. I, I work mean, I trigger. can picture Michael Myers with one hand on you know ten and two, like he's on ten, and he's just like ding 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 ding. And then puts the other, and he's just driving, and like he's just shitting his pants or whatever. Like he doesn't have to, you know, he's not doing going, anything that a regular I'm human going would so do. So fast, yeah. I normally walk so slow. His foot is like slowly going down to the like. <laughs> he drives like he drives like thirty over the speed limit, but doesn't get pulled over somehow. He Cause may- he's white. Cause he has like a really white face because he's wearing his fucking. <laughs> That's so. Dumb, that's but the also, worst like, joke you've ever told but also I know. It's super burned up. but like the yeah. police are racist in this town especially probably. in this area of the world yeah. see, the, i mean the only black guy i didn't even see i heard him was the one cop at the end when they pull up the guys are in the truck and they're leaving and there's like some guy on the road he's like you can go on to the police station up ahead you're like that is the only black dude in town. And he's not even from town. He's That's from the true. Next town. Yeah, he's from the other town. Yeah. I he's remember thinking that too, being like, wait, I'm now realizing there has not been a single other black person in all. <laughs> That's of when I realized Adam it Field. right then. Yeah. And I was like, okay then. But then. Well, I mean, it sells. White people get murder cells. Yeah. <laughs> I love that as he's driving away, my, uh, Loomis just unloads a clip. Just f- starts shooting wildly. He knows that a single bullet. From He's it. gun happy, man. You remember yeah. the last yes. frame of this movie? <laughs> yeah. He pulls out a gun on a child. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the cop like grabs his arm, right? Yeah. But then the co- the cop takes his gun and also points the gun at the child. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, Give me that. Also, when I when I said that he's white, I meant that he's very very white. Michael Myers' right. face. He's is this very color. He white. hasn't <laughs> seen the sun in years. Yeah. Ding, 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 he's ding, like ding, ghostly ding, white. Ding, 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 I haven't seen actually the sun in when years, I take off I, my mask. White, I look yeah. the same as when I have my mask on. <laughs> yeah, people don't realize that was actually one of my favorite parts. Actually, was when the little girls in the uh, when they go to buy her costume. And she's off by herself. Right. And right, she's like, Oh, I found the right one. And there's the mask. Yeah. Does the whole thing. 
and he like grabs it and i was just like that's oh they did it that's the next like sequence and this yeah. is when this is when right, her uh, like, in quotation marks sight comes into play. Come on, man! Don't ding, you don't ding, get ding, me like ding, that. Ding, 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 um, ding, ding, ding. I like. I like. No, Jason. I'm not. I wasn't making fun of you. I'm agreeing with you at this point because she chooses the same costume that Michael Myers is wearing when he <laughs> murdered his fucking sister. Exactly. They they definitely like threw it. It was just Easter. The right disagreement there. that I had with you earlier was that what is sight? What do you mean by sight? It's what you mean by foresight, but it's, in my opinion, it, there's, it, it's another way that it's a video game term. Um, they oh, show never played a video game. <laughs> I sight. That's just the way that it, like a fortune teller sight. Me neither. <laughs> I've never played. Like, let me before. throw these bones down on my because uh, I have the I have sight belt table. Yeah. Um. So you guys are products of the '80s, right? Are you guys all in the '30s area of your life. Yeah. You weren't born in like 1995. Um. So, did you recognize these costumes that they were showing? Specifically, I recognize the idea of them, <clears throat> like the the sort of like the like the generic the era clown. in which like costumes weren't neon really like homemade anymore they were witch. like mass produced and shitty and gross I, oh yeah the neon frankenstein all that i did recognize the reason that. why i bring that up is because no <laughs> but i loved no, i mean but like the neon yeah, stuff exactly. i love that I like that neony frankensteiny creepy crawlers beetlejuicey <laughs> that whole <laughs> yeah just everything like, was a tinge like, of neon, neon. yeah it was yeah it's neon and like horror and horror well, I, like the guy wearing the the frankenstein he mask he had like a shitty you know oh they all had shitty it's like vinyl like, if vinyl you get, costume if you got hit by a fireball that shit would just melt to your body well even the original batman right like with uh that's all dark black blah 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 then you got purple like yeah. uh jack uh the Joker. The Joker. Uh, Joker. I just say that was that time. It was like black and purple and green and and yellow and like all the like the off yeah. sort of colors, right? Like people were like, "This is a color you never seen before." There's and a pic- there's pictures of me black. when I was a little kid. One as a baby, I had the witch costume on from this movie, and a couple years later, when I was like five, I went as as the Frankenstein from this movie. Just wanted to. Sorry, I'm, the reason I'm laughing is I'm picturing like a picture of you as a baby wearing the witch, like all the vinyl, Absolutely. and then your your mom like with like yep. a lit cigarette, like yes. lighting the cigarette, being like, "Look at everybody it's had Jason, cigarettes in their mouth in all the pictures," and I have this vinyl fucking plastic, yeah. and like one little ash could go down and just our baby's on fire. <laughs> well, Whoops. let's try again. Yeah, one more time. <laughs> this is what I also wrote down: Is she psychic or something? Because the mask in the background, she fucking puts the mask, her mask on, and she has that, like, like, sees, like, I don't I know if that was for us, to be, it or is... was her seeing that. Like, what did you guys think? There's also the idea of, like, inherited trauma, which, right. like, doesn't really, it, there's no scientific value to it, but, like, the idea of evolution exists, and, like, trauma being passed genetically or like just based on like i'm nervy around this thing can be passed on to another person like that exists and it's real and like that's a thing that we know is real because why the fuck are we scared of the dark and like why are wolves scared of other wolves and like that kind of stuff like yeah it, it all is real uh and i don't really know how to explain it but like in this movie that's how you could 
I guess, is that she's inheriting her fear of Michael Myers based on nothing more than her bullies telling her that and her like he's perception of all of it or the or the magical part right so like coming off of three i think we're moving they want to keep some magical portion again i still think that the touch because she goes right after she touches them she goes and kills the person with the little suit on right right? i think i'm going with steve like she has this in her it's inherited, right? yeah. It's inherited it's, in yeah. her as he gets closer, as his energies, as his whatever, his powers, whatever it may be from him is there. It's coming more. It's coming more because she starts seeing the sight more. All this. Well, stuff and you happening. know, like Mark, what you were saying, like Loomis also kind of inherited it just by being his doctor for so long, right? Yeah, I think that's it too. Like, I mean, he, like he just seems so. He's he he's he's sympathetic towards. Well, I mean, the last shot of the movie, you can just see it in his eyes, and like you know, like we can rag on Donald Pleasance for being like a drunk skunk this whole movie. Like he he's he's clearly like "Ah, ah, ah, ah," the whole time, but that last shot where he he sees her covered in blood, and he's like, "No," and he's like freaking out. I'm like, that's pretty good man he is he is yeah. seeing michael myers in this little girl and he's so distraught to the point that he's gonna shoot her with a gun right and so that was the one that's the only scene that breaks my theory in my opinion is that end scene because he would have been like yeah she's evil too well it's you know, I don't but think he breaks not. your theory because i think that your theory is that like he is maybe he's doing those things like you were saying but maybe he's not doing them uh knowingly like maybe he's 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 going like michael myers has like infected him to go to that place to do that thing and he doesn't realize he's doing it he could have like gone and like hit a rabbit by accident on the road and then the ambulance skids on a rabbit and like goes off the writ uh, off the bridge you know like it's that's the magic right yeah i don't know there's 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 so many things but i i think that the the most powerful moment of this movie is Donald Pleasance like screaming that he's so scared that this little girl is now the new Michael Myers <laughs> that he's willing to blow her fucking brains out and everyone in the room is like don't do it but like we know that she killed the mom right? yeah she, and she's covered yeah. in blood like yeah. covered yeah. with the scissors in hand yeah. yes which was that was also one of the creepiest scariest points of the movie I was just like, but I also like, like, you know, you know, it's happening. You know, murder children get me. I'm sorry, murder children get me. (laughs) That's just pure evil. I'm scared of children who are going to murder me. You know, I'm supposed to not murder them, and if I do, I'll get in trouble. But if they murder me, they're not going to get in that much trouble. Adults could go through life and have trauma and like, you know, go completely bad. But children, let me tell you, if they are evil, what are you going to do? (laughs) <laughs> they are evil they didn't learn that like we go back to that theory it's learned trauma whatever they just, it's just they're just they're just bad yeah that's no i, I agree that's why i children check- of the corn yeah they, i want to watch that new children of the corn because i'm sure it's fucking crazy like i'm sure it's gory as shit and like, insane. and like really like sadistic well mark we're, we're gonna open up the grimoire again soon and we're gonna we're gonna do some new pages which is what i'm excited about so the lost pages and also there is a point where these movies are gonna end i don't see this podcast Case going X. away yep Case i want to do jason x me and jason oh jason x i thought you said Case X. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jace X, but also Jason X. <laughs> oh, Steve knows. Me and Steve have the greatest memory. Of I think that. I think that. Mark, I think that was the first one we ever watched. We rented it, it together, and we're like, but I, but "I'll talk you gotta about watch I, all of these." I now. bought a DVD yeah. player to do it. Yeah. Oh man! Oh yeah! You <laughs> bought a full ass DVD player, and we were like, "Let's watch it," and then we did. Yeah, and then we and watched we all the other ones. Yeah, for the whole night, it, it killed me. No, we rewatched it. We watched it twice in one night. If you remember, we woke up the next day. We we're like. We have to rewatch that. That movie's insane. But you wanted to see the guy who got like dropped in the giant drill and he was <laughs> yeah, like... twisted down a drill, right? I've told the story before, but I've seen that movie in so much that I've just read the like plot synopsis, like shot for shot synopsis around that time, and I was like, no, I'll never be able to watch that. But now I absolutely cannot wait to watch that one because it seems so ridiculous. It's the easiest to watch. I request yeah. that I become the guest on that one. Oh, of course. Okay. Request, request. Absolutely. Um, I'll watch it five times first. <laughs> request accepted. Accepted. I'd like to move along. I just wanted to point out that the crazy uh, drunk priest guy's name is Mr. Sayer, which is like a soothsayer, which is a classic character who sort of tells about the evils that are coming in the rest of the story famously shakespeare i think we can all agree that soothsayer. i think we can all agree that we wish that guy had more yes. screen time right like, yeah. he should have he was just gonna now roll with loomis yeah imagine loomis showed up and he was like where they were talking about i need to talk to you the, like the druids like imagine they burst into the into the police station and it was loomis <laughs> and a priest it's, yeah. sign, it's like Seinfeld Michael and Myers Newman. is coming back. It's like <laughs> it's speech, or, right? Sorry, it's like Kramer and Newman busting into a room is what that yeah. would feel like. The speech of the of the priest was like, "I've been hunting darkness for twenty eight years." You're like, oh, I mean, like since he was a child, like that's actually his contract. Yeah. Are you hunting Michael Myers? And then yeah. he disappeared. And you're like, what? Well, it, there was like the yeah, there was the moment where like. Loomis realizes that he's hunting darkness, but you know, I'm hunting darkness. But is it the same darkness? No. But it should have been this. He there. Sh- like, why the fuck not? That's cool. Like a psychiatrist who's dealt with a crazy serial serial killer teaming up with an insane alcoholic priest whose like entire ca- car is covered in bumper stickers about loving Jesus. Loving Jesus and God. That's cool and Which fun. Was the style at the time, but also. A, a, a devout christian at not that on the time. inside of your car no i know outside. a devout christian <laughs> at the time would be like Ooh, that's a little much um i'm skipping over a little bit i love the stickers inside though it is funny that they're inside because it, it's like it's on yeah, the stickers is the best <laughs> yeah it like imagine yeah like he even understands his craziness right where he's like I'm so crazy that I would put these all over my car, but then everyone will think I'm crazy. So I'm just going to put them everywhere inside <laughs> my car. So look at the entire inside of his car is covered in Jesus bumper stickers. What's there inside? There's nothing they could do. Yeah, nothing. And then he's drinking whiskey. I, I assume it's some sort of bourbon. Like there is, And L- you know. Lewis takes a drink just like, Burr. I mean, yeah. I'm hunting a guy. No, Burr. he dr- takes a, a, a drink and he, at first you're like, like is he gonna hate it and he's like (laughs) yeah let's go let's hunt michael myers so he shows up to the police station fucking hammered (laughs) smelling (laughs) like bourbon yeah Yeah. and when you were joking when you were joking uh (laughs) in the the chat 
Steve earlier. Was, was Donald Pleasance known to be drunk on set kind of a guy? Because yes. when he grabs Jamie and he's yelling at her in the ear when he when she like you're like when he that girl her, is like getting drunk. Yeah, off like does it just smell like your yeah. drunk uncle like yeah. yelling in your face? Oh, also I, there was another funny thing. Uh, oh yeah, it was okay. So like it's it was they were filming in a very hot area, so like he would wear a hat, a snap, one of those like railroad style hats a snap front hat like you know that they snap down or whatever yeah and there was one day that they filmed for like six hours and like everyone was so hot or certain during so sorry so cold that they forgot to ask him to take it off so they filmed for six hours with him wearing this hat and they just didn't ask him to take it off because everyone was like it's so cold like and they just didn't ask him and then <laughs> Uh, what's his name? The producer, uh, Mustafa Akkad or whatever, showed up and he's like, "What the fuck? Are you wearing this hat? <laughs> like, none of the scenes are gonna make any sense. You can't just have the hat, not have the hat, have the hat, have not have the hat. He didn't even put the hat on. Yeah, so they had to like refilm a whole day of like shooting because he was just wearing this hat. And he's like, I thought all the same shots were gonna happen tonight. It's like no, coming right man. out of the cocaine budget. Yeah, good time. But so, also, you can if you look at the movie, you can see a couple scenes that he's got this like a little, little I, band mark on his head. That's yeah, sweet. yeah. Um, I'm just I'm skipping over some stuff here because we already talked about it. Um, but we do have a part where Loomis shows up to the Slough House and the dog is dead when they start looking for Jason. Well, that's a that's a uh, Jason Voorhees. Or, uh, fuck, I just uh, did it. Fucking Michael. Myers. You even said Voorhees. What is that? Michael Myers. Michael Myers. That's a Michael Myers thing, is that he eats dogs. <laughs> he eats dogs. He does. That's a thing that he does in like a bunch of movies. They'll find a dead dog, and then people will be like, I, I think, think he, he ate some of this dog. What the right? fuck? You guys don't know that? Dogs, that's a Michael right? Myers no. thing. He eats dogs. Yeah, if he finds a dog... He eats it. That's when he's hungry. He'll eat your dog. Like we gotta like pull up a graphic. Like Google search. Well, okay. Right. The first movie he eats a <laughs> Does dog. Michael Myers eat well, he kills a dog in the first movie, and it's maimed. Is it implied that he's uh, no? What happens it? is they walk into a dog into a house and they find a dead dog, and then they say, "Oh my god, he killed the dog!" And then the other guy says, "He got hungry," and then that is where the lore is. Oh, that he okay. Eats dogs. Um, Listen, I can I can look it up right now. All right, let's move on because I got a dog and I'm scared. Yeah, yeah. My, Mark's like looking at his I'm dog. And he's like, and Mark's like, I'm getting hungry over here. So during all, of oh, this, I'm scared somebody's gonna eat my dog. Uh, the lights go out because we talked about how uh, Michael Myers throws that person onto a throws Bucky onto a transformer. During all of this, can though, I just say one thing? Yeah, of course. I typed into Google. Google does. Does Michael Myers eat dogs? And it said, yes. In the first Halloween film, Michael eats a dog because he was hungry. And then he goes on to eat several more dogs in the films coming afterwards. <laughs> they they don't go into why he eats the dogs until Halloween H2O, where we see him eat a rat carcass. <laughs> that that doesn't it's explain why he ate a dog. Yeah. Michael was six the first time he ate a dog. Okay, there's too much information here. Okay. Anyway, he eats dogs and okay. animals. I, I like that. I like that theory that's like got a lot of a lot of weight to it. Um during all of this, it's nighttime. There's the whole like subplot where 
Jamie wants to doesn't want to go trick or treating. Then she wants to go trick or treating. Then she does, and then she does. She ends up going. The kids who are making fun of her actually kind of are like, "Oh, you're." The whole thing is weird. They, well, they do you guys under do you guys for not, just one sec? They make fun of her for not wanting to trick or treat because Michael Myers is her uncle. The second that she shows up, and they keep to kind of alluding to just go trick or treating and everything will be fine. And then she goes trick or treating, and the kids immediately take her in. But the second Rachel looks they the other bad. way. which is crazy because they're bullies second rachel looks away she goes off with them disappears there's a couple there's a couple beats in this movie where jamie's just missing which is just like to create suspense and thrill i guess but during all of this jamie's not around and this is when michael myers sees rachel for the first time and she almost eats when she climbs that fence to jump yeah. to the other side after she sees, she almost fucking just dies right there, just on by herself, on her own accord, by accident. She almost eats right. shit off that fence so bad. She does almost die, like for yeah. real too. Like I'm like, oh, oh god. Like did they not use a stunt person for that? Like you climb that fence. They didn't always have them on call. They're like, <laughs> yeah. listen, we, we you gotta ju- climb this fence, and she's like, is my stunt though? Do we do no. Stunt but my double. agent Are you says I can't. Just fence. Get, get, do this you want cocaine. the cocaine budget yeah. or you want the stunt double? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mark is right. okay. Fine, I'll jump the. She's cocaine. like, I'll take the cocaine budget. God damn. <laughs> but let me do the cocaine before I jump the fence, <laughs> yeah, and then she almost fence. fucking dies. That's why she almost died. Exactly. <laughs> she got too into it because she was so high on cocaine. So Rachel finally um, finds Jamie and then the police find them. And that's this is where we get the scene where they're at the car and then multiple Michael Myers show up. Because for some reason, the teens, the out-of-control teens in this town, love dressing up as Michael Myers. It happens in the second movie as well. They love dressing up as him. and just. Hey, man, do you remember 9-11? Did you dress up as 9-11 in 2020? Yeah, I... I made I made two little cardboard things on my arms, and I a plane on each eyeball. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. But Elsie, you're equating Michael Myers, who's killed like seventy people total, to 9/11. Which you're telling love. me that Michael Myers would not. Well, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he would. If Michael Myers had to do with the third one and all those, no, died, no, could have been a lot of people. What I'm saying. Do you saying... think jet fuel can melt Michael Myers? Ding 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 ding. ding, ding. <laughs> he like leans up, covered in jet fuel. Well, I mean, normal fuel then, right? True. He got lit on fire. Yeah, he got he lit did. on fire pretty good. And he doesn't have that many burns. No, he just got that weird hand that makes it so he can a transfer. Tiny, he's his got a powers. couple burns on his hands. Yeah. Um, the one hand they oh chose. God. You, I, I had have, a thing I was going to say, but I can't remember now. Was the real the real Michael Myers was there during that, right? That's the that's the impression I got. Yeah, he said, "I don't really know how I feel about my name being associated with this." <laughs> with but I am making another Michael Myers movie right now. Yeah, baby. Um Yeah, so that's they go back to the police station. We talked about that. It's all fucked up. Uh what the hell are we dealing with? Evil. Oh, pleasant with the fucking... he's evil he's evil on two legs rednecks show up to the playstation they aren't happy um again al, al the doctor lost... incites a death yeah al <laughs> lo... we find out al lost his kid to michael one of the kids in the first movie was i don't know al's kid loomis's uh create a lynch mob essentially by accident and on purpose i'd say um and they might <laughs> they may be the only guys that can help 
or die comically one by one, which they don't. I wrote down that I thought that they were like, I'm waiting for this fucking group of shitty rednecks to just get sliced and diced. And but I also kind of liked that they were like, fuck this man. He killed the whole police station. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. I even wrote, I hope he does something. I hope Michael does something fucked up to like to sick to the rednecks. (laughs) He does kind of. He uh, rips a guy's face off while he's true. Oh yeah, he does kill them all one by one technically. Yeah. Most of all them. I could think was when he was in that police station, like after he killed it and they went back in, they're like, Oh my god. I was like, This also looks like Rambo, number one. Yeah. And I was like, those two guys together in a police station, we got some real problems. I really hate <laughs> the playing sound of the eighties, the gunshots. Well, when they're all from... shooting at the guy in the bushes, it's like every kind of like standard stock noise. Like, yeah, I know it's supposed to be like a ricochet, but yeah. Um, but you don't hear any like, oh, I'm being <laughs> shot to death because they're like, it's supposed to be Michael Myers. Brady and the blonde babe get bang. I wrote she has massive cans. <laughs> all the policemen show up right at that moment, right before Ouch. he gets his nut. Uh, she keeps saying, like, if my father comes home, he comes home with the whole police force. He, Foreshadowing much? He jams all his clothes onto his body, and she just... Hey, she does nothing. She, does, she, she stuffs just her puts, bra into a... She just puts her shirt over her fucking massive... And stuffs her bra bag. into the couch. Yeah. So that, like... you know, Listen, the, 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 yeah, he would have gotten in trouble, but daddy had some other problems. Yeah. But also, Daddy knew what was going on. Yeah, yeah, and he had some other problems going on. Brady yeah. was edging in the Over. corner. Well, that was like that was like one of the moments that I was like, "This is good," because he was like, "Brady, you know how to you know how to use a gun?" He's like, "I do, sir." And he's like, "All right, take this and take all these fucking bullets." And also, if you ever if I ever catch you groping my daughter again, I'll fucking shoot you to death. And Brady's like, "Okay, okay, I'll, I'll go to the But at the same attic, time, sir. refuses to tell him what's going on. What's happening? I'll explain it to you later. Just go upstairs with a yeah. shotgun. Uh, start nailing uh, shut okay. closed. Go out on the roof and start nailing shut closed. I, I Which think he he's trying do. to... Oh, he did do. I mean, logically, he got there way in advance. So he's like, we can lock this place down before he shows up. But, illogically, Michael Myers is as fast as a cheetah and can run across <laughs> town very fast. So, like, to me, it's like he's he's just trying not to scare them, I guess. He's not he's trying to not scare everybody in the house. I also wrote down uh, they arm the teenager because, of course, they do. Because he's, he's a like, boy. Take this gun. You yeah, gotta help defend the house. It's like, I'm 16, man. Nowadays, I would not pick do you know how to use a gun based Some on like the wiener? Bitch. I'd be like, how smart do I know that you are? You are, you are. Some... If I had a, a room full of I would not kids, be so that. I'd be if like, I had a room for, full of You live teenagers. in the city or the country? Country? Okay. Shotgun country. for you. Yeah. Where do you live? How close to the middle of the city? Oh, downtown? You don't get to touch anything. No. Okay, but okay. how about this, Mark? If I had you and Jason in a room and I had one gun, well, I would I would look at the two of you and I would think about my own abilities and I would probably want to keep the gun. Okay, Dwight Schrute. And then I but would I would give it to Mark. Well. I would give it to Mark 100%. I would give it to Mark. Why? Well, mainly because I was in the army. Oh, that'll do <laughs> it. Because he knows how to shoot a gun. I dropped out of the... Because I spent four years shooting it. I dropped out of the air cadets. 
I've never shot I mean, a gun we're before. We're giving him the gun. <laughs> I, I've I, only shot rifles, machine guns, rocket launchers, fit 25 mic bike machine guns out of turrets, uh, yeah, mortars, give him the gun. Give, grenades. Give Mark the gun. <laughs> That's why I, I said I already would give it to him. I'll try to fist they're, fight. We've had this conversation before. They're like, zombie apocalypse? Go to Mark's house. This uh, go, go to Mark's house. I'll try to fist fight uh, Michael Myers and do fake wrestling moves to him. And then he'll pick me What's up on my face and crush my head with one hand. But one Michael Myers, between I'm your eyes. I'm telling you guys right now, I'm running. If Michael Myers, he doesn't die. You no. shoot him and he nothing's happening. Sometimes. Well, this is one thing that I've I've always kind of thought about is like Jason and uh Michael Myers is like imagine those characters, but like of zombie apocalypse started happening like during one of those like those movies. And it's like would they be just another zombie or would they be like the king of the zombies or would they be like there would be some other zombies. Would they get like, confused when the zombies didn't try to kill them, and they're like, "Am I dead?" And, and then would they like keep killing moment? other zombies like constantly, or would they, you know? And would they side with the humans, maybe being like, "I think I'm more or get a human than I am a now zombie." They think they're dead. That's that's great. <laughs> that's interesting story. Yeah. Um, a whole sure. moment on existential moments for for uh, for killers, and then Fr- uh, uh, Freddie and Chucky are on the sidelines, being like, "Now this is an interesting no, story." Uh, you know, yeah, Freddie would also be on commentary. I think Freddie, Freddie, and Chucky are the commentators. I said that already. Yeah, yeah, of course, yes. Yeah. Um, Just sitting on top of like a building, looking down on all the carnage. <laughs> I'm gonna move. Well, us. you know, they don't want to eat my flesh. It's made of plastic. It's made of but plastic. how about you? Well, Drugs mine's made of dream flesh. It's it's blood underneath. Um, I'm going to move us through the plot a little bit because we're kind of, this is the whole scene in the house. Basically what happens here is Michael Myers comes in while they don't know. And he just starts systematically taking people up. We talked about how he squeezes the, the old man, uh, cop into an accordion and jams him in the corner, I think. And then stabs the, 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 the promiscuous girl with a shotgun and, Promiscuous girl, and she's then, got big boobies. Then they kind of work up the well stairs, times. and Brayden gets killed by choke and lift, and you know, eighty-yard over cracking sounds. Uh, Jamie and Rachel run up to the roof, and they're just throwing luggage down the stairs, like a couple pieces of luggage. Some of them are just empty like, cardboard yeah, boxes. Exactly. I was like, what the fuck? Anyway, they get up to the roof. Actually, Danny made a funny joke, which is like. Michael Myers is and has always had OCD, and he really needs to organize this all before he can go through it. When like the boxes came down, it was like, and he really is in need of recycling, so he's gonna like collapse those boxes, fold them properly. It's like that thing with vampires where if you take a a bunch of rice and throw it down in the ground, they have to count it. Yeah, that's a joke from what we do in the shadows. because they have autism. Uh, so anyway, they um, <laughs> or do they? So anyway, th- I really like. Or do the, they uh, in the shadows? <laughs> or do they in the shadows? I liked this sequence on the roof because it was the most like tense, foreboding moment. Because you're always gonna like every movie has a thing where somebody climbs halfway up a roof and then slips, but she has a little girl on her back. Rachel yeah. does. And they do that, and they make it up, and they fall to the other side. And as they're falling to the other side, 
Michael comes over the fucking roof and he doesn't like he doesn't adhere to the laws of physics because he's just like trudging and he gets to the top and then Jamie kind of falls next to the chimney and then Rachel falls next to the chimney next to Jamie and Michael's just stabbing wildly and at this moment he kind of slips Rachel falls so Rachel ties up Jamie with the fucking cable. It's like I'm gonna lower you down, which is so yeah. fucking dumb. There's someone on the on the other side of the house, or like down the street, being like, "What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, watching what the fuck. Even though <laughs> the power is out, they still have a generator. We're watching cable. Skinamax. They're watching like just that sex scene from earlier on Skinamax. Yeah, we're sure her boobs are about to come out, and we don't see it, but he's uh, like, "Oh, what the <laughs> fuck? But, what the." I hear. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. You can hear me. She goes over um, the edge. She's hanging there, uh, uh, Jamie. Rachel's hanging off the lattice or the the drain, and he's still stabbing wildly. And finally, she just falls and hits. You hear the thud, roll, roll, roll sound. And then she, uh, Jamie, gets onto like an ivy and climbs down. And she's like, "No, you're not dead. You're not dead." And right behind. Them. What she says is come back alive. Come back like, alive. So scary, kind of yeah. like as a child really thought. Yeah. Because she thinks she's dead. Yeah. That's scary. But then Michael has done a fucking superhero landing apparently in the background. Yeah, he went Feek. Fireman style. Whoa, it's a superhero landing. I'm Deadpool. Um, I just wanted to skip through all that because we've talked about it. We've talked about that's what Michael Myers' name would be if he was in the Mar- the Avengers. His name would be Dead <laughs> Dead <laughs> Dead Cool. Or I guess maybe that would be Jason Voorhees because he did die drowning in a pool, a yeah. large pool, a giant pool. That's what a lake is. It's a Camp pool. Crystal Pool. Mark, what did you want to say? Sorry. Oh, I was just because. Uh, I forgot now. No, that's <laughs> yeah. I had something to say, but I can't remember. It was about. Oh yeah, so I don't know if you guys noticed, but like that movie was completely loaded with Easter eggs, and I was trying to think when I was looking back, but I couldn't remember because there were so many like you know references to the other movies throughout, right? And what set up the movies to come. I didn't notice because I never thought about it, but paying attention to the TVs, if that like pumpkin was on any of the tvs to sort of tie in you guys didn't notice any of that did you i'm just asking the question pumpkin on tv you remember at the end of three that's the like the oh the like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so i didn't know because it is halloween i wouldn't because there were so many references to the other movies i was like what was the song hold on can we remember the song the three of us together yeah. It was something like what you were singing. Like, it was like, Silver Shamrock. Yeah. It was like how it ended. Yes. So I was just like, because they had so many references. Three more days to Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Three more days And every day was counting down. Right. We didn't hear that song, but I was wondering if maybe anybody noticed it might have been on the TVs. That would have been a cool tie-in. I don't know if they would have. I think this this movie is a soft reboot of the whole franchise, so they're probably trying to get away from that as much as possible. No, it's not. It's a continuation of the second movie. I know, but it's a soft reboot to like to continue to like change how things are. To just I'm just they're retconning the third one out with this movie, in my opinion. Oh, okay. That's not a soft reboot. That's just continuing from where the other thing left off. Fair enough. Let us carry on. 
She um, runs into the school with Buddy. She runs into the school with Buddy. And, and he's then... like, where's the schoolhouse? And she's like, what the fuck is a schoolhouse? And he's like, it's the house where you learn. He's like, oh. Uh, school? <laughs> like a, and she's like, like a school? Yes, where is the school? It's over there. Okay, and then he unloads, go. and then he unloads, like, uh, his whole clip on the door. <laughs> Into the door. To try and unlock the door. Well, they do that. They do that twice within 10 minutes. I made a note of that. They try to escape the house with all the doors locked, and and Brady's like trying to blow the fucking door open. It's metal. What does that mean? That's stupid. But but the director was like, you know what? We're still gonna open a door. So they Resident Evil like Luma's Resident Evil style opens a door by shooting the fucking the uh, the lock off. That's how they get in the school. The alarm immediately goes off. Pancreatus. Well, that was his plan. Pancreatus to Mark's theory though that like he knew that the alarm's gonna go off so tracked michael myers over here to finish the job he'll guesswork for michael myers yeah i oh, thought we right, were gonna get right, another right. cool scene like in two where they're in a rule with a room with like a, a spinning blade and fire or whatever i really wanted to see some sort of crazy ending like that again like exactly and at two when i watched two i'm like oh man this guy he lit him on fire he got lit on fire and turned ultimate sacrifice man yeah. he's the man but this way he just gets thrown out a window yeah and yeah, he's like, like, oh, he shows up almost immediately. He cheetahs over, throws Loomis through a fucking glass window. Yeah. Um, and then we you're get... like, is it a second floor window? Is it we supposed to believe it? And then he just shows up later with some cuts on his, face, like, cuts oh, no. on his face. No, it's the same burns. He just has two of them now. He's, he's like, just oh. ripped him open. <laughs> but we do get the great uh, final girl moment where Rachel isn't dead, even though she fell off a two story house and. Hits him with a fucking, uh, you think I'm going to say some sort of weapon, but nope, fire extinguisher. But that's the thing. Those, that's what you got. You got to think outside the box to slow down familiar killers. You can't just come up and try to punch them in the face. You got to distract them or knock them out. Like they knock out Jason yeah. in four, you know, by well, throwing a TV it. at his head <laughs> and it electrocutes him. And in this one, they fire extinguisher. How do you get, how do you stop the other ones, Jason? Oh, what? Chucky? Yeah, how do you stop Chucky? Well, he's you, coming at you. You kick <laughs> a flamethrower. You kick, he's melting. He's made of plastic, a flamethrower. Yeah. His, his <laughs> strength him level. Up and you put him yeah. into another melty. His, his strength level is all over the place in those movies. Yeah. And Freddy Krueger, you just gotta take, you just gotta rail cocaine. You're just like, you I die. don't believe. Yeah. <laughs> will never sleep. Yeah. You gotta rail fucking <laughs> coffee grounds like they do in the second he's or like, movie. He's like. No, he's like, you can't ever stop me. You're like, yeah, I just bought a kilo of cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> I've never and, seen And Freddie's like, oh, oh. He's like, I am oh. actually Tony Montana. Say yeah. hello to my little friend. It's cocaine. You would be hallucinating weird friendship forever. He's like, <laughs> one of these days, I'm gonna come right for you, and he's gonna stick his his blade up your nose while you're awake, and be like. And all oh. your all your cocaine dealing friends are gonna be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Mark? So, your nose so, is bleeding. We oh, hold on, wait, know, we missed one of my favorite lines back when you remember on the roof. One of my favorite lines is she's like, you gotta slide down to the chimney. The little girl, and she's like, I can't. She's like, well, you better try. <laughs> and then she pushes her down. Yeah, just pushes <laughs> her down the hill. I was like, and then rolls down herself very heavily. I was like, yeah. that was an excellent scene of like 
suck it up, princess. Like, we're <laughs> getting this up, done. That uh, chick, what, 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 what was the main girl's name? Not the young one. What's the other one's name? I forgot. Rachel? Rachel. Yeah, it goes to show, like, through the whole thing, I was wildly impressed. Like, she just kept, like, getting up, taking licks, falling down hills, falling off houses. Like, and then running over Michael Myers with a yeah. whole truck that wasn't even hers. Well, this, this, at this point, too, Jamie's, like, incapacitated. They get away from Michael, they run outside. Uh, they they you know they think Michael's just inside, just in there, and then they yeah. drive He's away. He's in the school, and they're like, "Where?" And she's like, "In the in school." In the school. And they're <laughs> like, "Nope, uh, not gonna do it." Meanwhile, he's clearly Cheetah running to get underneath the truck, which we find out in a few minutes. But no, they, he's already there. He already they, Cheetah ran. <laughs> they they drive out of town, and the calvary the cavalry comes. The state police are coming this way. And what's great is, like, their state police are going to get there to find nothing. Because Michael Myers appears out from under the truck, throws all the rednecks off the back, punches... Quietly, mind you. Nobody heard Like him. a ninja. <laughs> quietly grabs through the passen- the driver's side window and rips the guy's face, pushes him out. Rachel gets in the driver's seat, and she's trying her best to, like, swerve back and forth to knock... Uh, oh, my sweater. Uh, my Yeah, she gets the sweater thing that we talked about earlier happened to her. Michael Myers is on the top. He's hanging on for dear life. But I'm like, you could be swerving more. But then she's like, I'm taking this fucking truck off road. And she finally jams on the brakes. He goes flying. He's laying there. They think it's over. They go back. But it's not. Stay in the car, Jamie. Jamie goes over and touches his, picks his hand up and drops it. Then we see Michael Myers' and she's hand. she's like, ding, 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 yeah. ding, 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 We see my, Michael Myers' hand form a fist around the knife. He st- was still holding up to that point. He's grabbing through the car, ripping faces, but he's got a knife in his hand, is, is what I took away from that. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, the fucking. Some of his most ineffectual moments is when he has the knife. Yes. He, he, fantastic with bare hands. Knife? I'm gonna give him a yeah. subpar knife. He was even better with a shotgun movie. and he didn't even shoot the shotgun. He it's just... true. Very subpar knife skills on this one. For a for a slasher. <laughs> Do not by slash slasher. anybody. Slashing is so passe as uh I'm all about stabbing Tiffany's people son. with guns. Yeah. I mean that's what I <laughs> They just leaned into his his bodily strength in this one. They're like, he is gonna be Arnold. That's yeah, what's the strongest bit ever. In a few years in the United States, they're going to realize that am- ammunition is too expensive. They're going to start stabbing each other with guns. <laughs> they bring back the bayonet. <laughs> hey, I did learn bayonet fighting. It's quite intense. I, I remember, Mark, you showing me your bayonet like learning thing. And I was like, what do you mean you learned bayonet? And, I, and, you, t- and you showed it to me. And I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> That's so fucked up. It is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. You basically you know dragged people's guts out of their bodies. You know the last history. You know where the last bayonet charge in history was? It was in the Iraq War. Oh really? A, a British unit ran out of ammo, so they strapped on bayonets and said, "Fuck it, let's boys, let's it, go." And then the the enemy was like, "Nope." The Iraqis were like, "Nope, <laughs> not even gonna... nope." They had yeah. ammo, and they were like, "Not even." No, these guys are gonna stab this. us with their about, spiky about with guns. <laughs> these guys are gonna charge us with bayonets. We're not playing. I had yeah. a lyric in a song when I was uh, in high school to a song uh, that went, "Bayonet kill, bayonet stab, bayonet thrill, bayonet dad." 
and the song was called Son of Bayonet, and our band was called Shotgun Doctor. And I wasn't in high school, I was 21. Um, anyway, moving on, Michael Myers and gets the up. The cover of the CD album was like a dad like this. No, it wasn't. He had a giant knife head. You're dressed like <laughs> a famous dad. dad right now also, so you doing that was perfect. The album was called... I'm Bayonet Dad. The album was called okay, 10% Terror, actually. <laughs> by shotgun doctor um so at this by, point uh, spotify michael Apple fuck i should i should upload those songs because they're not bad uh michael myers stands up and then the firing squad shows up and we got a great scene of them just unload <laughs> like unloading every kind of gun into him too and he's and he's like doing these kind of like yeah. like you know and people are like getting hit by squibs and they're like really overplaying like, everything around him is exploding because yeah. they're just giving it yeah the guy with the fucking automatic rifle on the front. Well, that's like, when they're they're still. This is what I mean when they like they're still trying to play him like he's not uh, magical, because he's, he's magical. he isn't he isn't really magical at this point. He's still like a human being, but when he's like and he's like and he's like feeling pain, it's like no, he shouldn't feel. He should just be like and like walking, and then like and then maybe he starts to like go backwards because he's like oh i can't this is hurting and then he like well he's like a boss. he's like a boss in a but video game you gotta push back there was a lot of fire the, you gotta push them back into the <laughs> i know but him being like <laughs> he stood up why was he shot the shot chest with like 15 guns at once i know i feel like maybe it was like that was my dog there I wasn't there wasn't a unif because there wasn't a uniformed uh idea of what he what should happen here is what i felt because like he falls into the hole which is very cool and all the shit falls onto him which is very cool yeah but him getting shot seemed like like five or six people kind of deciding like what the what that was it almost would be cooler if he got smacked again with the car into the hole yeah (laughs) or just right away but i mean everything falls on him he's done Seriously, he did get smoked by a car. True. I thought she was going to run him over, which would have been crazy too. <laughs> I, also, you're very right, Jason. I, you think I thought there was they all back up and drive over yeah. coming. That's what you got to do. Yeah, I was all about that. And she had. I was sadly disappointed on that. <laughs> That's the final scene of the movie, and then the credits are rolling as she's fucking. Yeah, she's up. just continuously like she gets his like little back tire on his head, and she's like. <laughs> <laughs> the Michael Myers mask gets ripped off. Or just it's like you see the Michael Myers mask go flying in the back, but it's like, but no, that's not what happens. Ding, 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 ding. That's not what happens. That's not what happens. He falls backwards into the perfectly placed well. He falls into the well. The well then collapses on itself as we and all the blankets around, yeah, and all the grass and stuff around it, yeah. Which was a weird set piece design choice that they definitely made there. And then they go back to the house. They're all like Rachel is looking off into the distance, traumatized. Like every fucking every Friday the Thirteenth final girl has that look at the end. And uh, the mom's like, "I'm gonna draw a bath," and she goes upstairs and with Jamie and Jamie. There's a scream, but we do get this great POV shot. We think Michael Myers is back going down the hallway. I mean, no so, one thinks it. I thought it was Michael Myers. I don't know. how You thought it was Michael Myers. Come I on. don't know how this movie. Jason, ends. I think 
better of you I, to think that you thought that for real. Crazy shit has happened in this movie so many times. The first time I watched it, I thought it you was didn't think fire. the girl who's related to Michael Myers, who is like when I was lost kid, her no. mind, could be first the killer. Time, was this your first time, Jason? It was my first time seeing this movie. Yeah, see, first time around when I was a kid, I thought that's it was what that fire. scene's meant to. Jason's be. not a kid; he's a full-grown adult man. <laughs> Now, that's true. If you actually look at the camera <laughs> that's angle, true, Jason, you are a full-grown adult. I, see, I was watching the camera angle since I knew that this time around. I, I knew, and if those. you actually watch it, they're at the level. They're of at like the level? The, okay. The, the, anyway, yeah. the mask sure. comes down over sure. the eyes of It Turns she Out to be She also never took that thing off the whole movie. Yeah. So the whole movie, I was like, she's going to put it on, and it's going to be like a ding, 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 ding. It's going to be something. Movie before. Now, that would no, be I honestly, I when I was watching it, I was like, have I seen this before? Like the whole movie, I was like, I don't know if I've seen this before. So anyway, but, she kills the mom, and then we get that great scene where Bloomis is like, fucking kill her. And the police officer is like, don't do it. I want to do it. I think the best part about that scene is that Loomis is like, he's not saying anything. He's just like, no no like he's just like yelling no because he's horrified that the evil that was in michael has now passed into her yeah is she the new and he's is like she the new we gotta fucking kill her right now i mean with she'll the be the so new she could theoretically just be the new michael he could be dead he just becomes the next Michael. well that's that's two movies in this particular grimoire where it ends with the successor being some kid but I also think that, like, what you guys were saying earlier about if if he was part of the evil, right, wouldn't it be so cool if, like, he killed somebody in, a, in one of the movies and realized that he's the evil and, like, sees himself in the mirror and is, like, and then just, like, <laughs> like kills himself at the end and then, like... That would be pretty He'd cool. stab his own yeah. head with the gun? He wouldn't shoot himself in the Yeah, <laughs> he's, like... <laughs> so that would be cool yeah in a lot of ways that was halloween 4 uh before we go into our final thoughts i would Mm -hmm. like to play a little game okay i'd like to play a game you want to play a game so there's a thing that comes up at the end of every movie and what it is is the motion picture association What's it? M P double M motion picture something authority, right? The motion motion picture association of America. Yeah. Anyway, they rate all the movies. The American motion picture association of America. There's the M P double A rating. There's the they're all given a number, and I just want to try this out. I know the number for the end. I know what number this movie is. Okay. Okay. It's five numbers. If you had to guess. If number one movie was created in, like, the 30s, what is the MPAA rating for this Is the first film? number four? No. Is it five? No. Is it 6,842. 6,842? Wait, did you say... What did you say? Now, did we talk about the numbers in order of movies made? Yes. What's so it's probably oh sorry it's probably twenty thousand four hundred sixty-eight. Hmm. Twenty-four six twenty-four thousand sixty-eight. Uh, twenty thousand four hundred sixty-eight. Twenty thousand four hundred sixty-eight. What do you say, Steve? Well, is it close to what he said? 
it's closer. It's just my shot in the dark. It's closer. It's close. Mark's like to what he said. To what Mark said. Remember that army shit. It's close. It's close-ish. It's not. He, he talked about twenty-four thousand. So that'll be higher than twenty-four thousand. Is closer than what I said. Yeah. All right. Twenty-four thousand. We play Price Right rules, so if he goes yeah. over, I win. You guys each get two more guesses. Twenty-four thousand six hundred no. and <laughs> one. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, Your guess, Mark. Twenty-eight seven sixty-two. Okay, Mark is now the closest. Twenty-eight thousand nine sixty-nine. No. Twenty died five eighty-four. Ooh, you're over. Ah, shit. Steve, final guess. Twenty-nine four. Twenty-nine. Oh. Six. Well, you've both gone over, but you got exceedingly close. The uh, okay, yeah. MPAA rating for this movie is 29,324. That's amazing. That we are at 29,000 movies. MPAA. Uh, in the MPAA. Wow. There. I played my yeah, game. Oh, wow. I played my game. I did. My... That, was, that was a fun game. That was that really fun? cool. I'd play that one every time. Yeah, yeah. that's really cool. <laughs> I think it works. Um, also, three... because you guys will get better, because you'll be like, okay, twenty nine was in the eighties. People will start yeah. getting. I can never Steve play. Will, those. Will... The, thing that the, sucks. the guess, the guess is screwed. Once Steve gets going, That's true. Once I get, <laughs> once I learn my the errors of my ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to move on to final thoughts now. If you guys don't have any additional things that you want to add, I've I've covered all my notes. I think I'm good. I think those are all the things I wanted to talk about. I thought, yeah, okay, let's do final thoughts. All right, let's do so it. So final thoughts, how do we do a, like, our overall feeling, our, like, rating is? Final thoughts. Final thoughts. But before we get to our final thoughts, there is a little segment that we do on this show called The Home Alone of It All. And also, I can just mute. There's a beta feature. We can just mute the sound if we do get copyright infringed. So right. I'm going to leave that in. The Home Alone at all, Mark, if you recall, is in Home Alone, when he slaps down the blueprint, he starts making the fucking the the torture traps. Home Alone of it all. <laughs> yeah. He, so I think gotcha. I yeah, theorized yeah. that every movie has this. And... Usually it's just the third act, but the horror movies are a little bit more nuanced. In this, I think when Michael Myers puts the mask on would be the home alone of it all, or when the power goes out, when he throws the guy onto the fucking thing and starts killing people systematically. Your thoughts, friends? Um, the home alone of it all in this movie is exactly when... <laughs> Loomis talks to the other doctor and goes, 
Why the hell didn't you call me? <laughs> what do you? What do you mean? And he's like, you're a, you're an old washed up piece of shit, Loomis. And he's like, I don't think I am. And if you ever say that I am one more time, I'm gonna call all the doctors in the whole world. And then their phone rings. And then the other doctor picks up the phone. And he's like, Oh, I see. Um, okay. And he puts the phone <laughs> down. And Loomis is like, What is it? And he's like. Well, uh, and that's when the movie starts. Okay. Do you do, do you want to add anything to that, Mark? Well, I think I'll, if anybody watching knows that my home alone of it all is actually what Steve said, is also the Loomis part, but not as extreme as what he's saying. It's the, <laughs> like, Loomis is, you know, he's been doing this thing 10 years, right? You know, people don't like him. They want him to die. They want him gone. He's sort of like, all right, you guys want to see what happens? We'll see what happens. And then Michael Myers gets out, goes on a rampage. He's sort of there through it all, kind of maybe even regrets it. Like, oh, shit, son, I maybe shouldn't have done this because I'm a bitter old man, but uh-oh. And then at the end, and through our whole conversation, I finally capped off my whole thought. At the end, when he's in that moment with the gun and they're putting him down, they're like, oh, no. He's like, oh, shit, I should not have done this. I just created another serial killer. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Over and And uh, just, I played the sting for our final thought prematurely, but we are now into our final thoughts. So why don't you continue with, um, hey, I like to keep it a, a buck on this show and have the, 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 the guest go first um why don't you continue and let us know your final thoughts and if you want to give like a rating a serious yeah, rating or I a actually, fake rating i have fake 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 serious my serious rating actually is uh about us like okay so it's funny okay first of all before i give my rating i watched it on amazon on the tv imdb gave it a 5.8 like a 5.6 or a 5.8 yeah. yeah but the like amazon rating of people who like click the stars Four and a half stars. Out of five? So, out of five. Holy shit. Very <laughs> so like, but you got to think, like, horror movie people must have liked this. That being said, I'm a horror. I do like horror movies. So like, I'm, I'm going to give it a solid 6.8. Because I think it was good. I don't think it was the greatest. I think it's still lower than three. I did, like, three a little bit better. But, like, I thought there was enough Easter eggs that, like, pointed back to the rest of the franchise. I think it sets up for the ones that are coming along next. Um, I thought uh, it was, you know, it was, okay, first of all, I even said to both my girlfriend and my friend, I was like, man, I love the fact that it's a one hour and 28 minute movie. Like, let's go. <laughs> 88 <laughs> minutes, buddy. Yeah, well, let's do it. This is amazing. So I thought like for what, like the, for what it was, for the budget, for everything, it kind of hit exactly where it was supposed to be. You know, it's not going to win Oscars. It's got to do anything. I don't think I wasted my 88 minutes. I think I had a good time. I don't think I was blown away, but I also think I wasn't bored. So I give her about a 6.8. Awesome. All right, Steve. Oh, actually, I, I just got to gotta give you one thing here because it's uh, it's important. Um, <laughs> Mark, everybody. Thank you for being on. Thank you for being on the show. <clears throat> uh, I don't have a I don't have a long one this time. I, I I think that you know 
one of the the disappointing parts of this movie is that it doesn't really expand the lore of Michael Myers, but <clears throat> it does expand it in a way that people thought it was dead, and then it it returned it. You know, it returned us to Michael Myers. Thus, the name Return of Michael Myers. He's back. Uh, I think the biggest issue people had with the third movie was that they thought they were going to get some Michael Myers fucking around with an Irish businessman and they didn't they, they watched the trailer and they're like okay so how does Michael Myers play into this and he's like I found Stonehenge and I made a mask that turns into bugs or whatever and they, they didn't get their Michael Myers and they were upset but this brings us back to Michael Myers and it's good it's good in every way uh, it's been 10 years since you've returned Michael Myers Loomis is back. Loomis is great. He's probably the best part of the movie. Um, There's there's not a lot that I can say about it being great because it's not great, but it's good. It's fine. It's 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 not as good as like Freddy three or Freddy four, Jason four, Chucky four, because they all kind of reinvent themselves at this point. This movie does not really reinvent itself it just kind of does the same thing and that's where i feel a little bit let down but i will wholeheartedly give this movie a thumb right in the fucking forehead (laughs) straight to the back of the skull right through to the back of the skull because even your head's been softened up like because i do like it it's not bad like i do like it Because your skull's been softened. <laughs> I love that fucking analogy from the beginning. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, good Halloween overall. I still, I still think 2 is the better film and a better sequel. Uh, but that fast forward 10 years was a good reestablishment of the killer. Um, I thought 80s Rachel was a good substitute for 70s Jamie Lee Curtis. What's her name? What's Laurie Stroud? Laurie Stroud, yeah, that's who I mean. Um, and this movie didn't hit you over the head with the fact that it's the '80s. Besides, maybe some of the visuals. I do recognize now that through talking about it that they do rec- they do say I'd rather be watching MTV or whatever. So yeah. that's one of those references that's like it's the '80s. Uh, not a lot changed in those ten years. Some great spooky cinematography. Uh, the score was creepy, and I always love the Halloween theme. I think the kills were more brutal than the other grimoire entries. Uh, Not as elaborate, but fits with the more serious vibe of the franchise very well. I think as far as criticism goes, uh, the ending is a little wonky with Jamie being the killer now, because it's one of those, like, who knows what's going to happen. It's not a definitive, like, setup for a sequel. It's just like, whoa, look at the... It reminds me of, like, the, the ends of the early Friday the 13th movies and the early... Um, Jason movies just like wow isn't this crazy that it's happening Um, and there's no (laughs) there's no Dr. Loomis world build which I thought was supposed to happen in this with him talking more about druids he doesn't have one of those like moments where he talks they use the weird priest to do that instead of him he always has like that. He's in a dr- on a drive with somebody. He does. Yeah. He's been all three movies. He's like driving with somebody, 
and he, he's he, like, "Don't you believe me?" And everyone's yeah. like, "Yes, we believe you." Like the You're first movie, people person. don't believe him, but then everybody always believes him after that. He's like, "Oh, thank God, everyone believes me." Yeah. Okay, so and can then, I get a gun? And they're like, "No, no, like, you can't." I brought my own. <laughs> Good thing I have two. Um, <laughs> yeah. But what? And also, what happened to the crazy? What happened to Blue? Where did he go? Um, he was yeah. easily one of the best parts of this movie. Um, it would have been so cool if it was the two of them being like. I think I heard him this way. <laughs> He's like takes a giant swig off the yeah. fucking bourbon. Yeah. Uh, I gave this movie a three point four to five, which I think is pretty solid. Pretty pretty much on par with the the ratings after I went and looked at it. Yep. I do kind of agree with uh, from a fan standpoint. I do see why they would give it a four point five because it is very much a return to form. It's a fucking, but Michael's kind of ineffectual besides just like grabbing somebody and like murdering them like just squeezing them until their life is gone i also give this movie a white mask spray painted out of a hockey mask with the cut on the wrong side and if you don't know what that means neither do i oh, that's a <laughs> that's a deep cut you know in deep the hockey in mask the if you know what i mean mask. um so before we get out of here uh Mark, do you have anything to plug? Do you have any plugs? Buy wine, drink wine, love wine. Buy wine, drink wine. I sell wine. wine. <laughs> Mark's buy. Winery Brampton. Mark's Winery Brampton. Okay. Awesome. And Steve, do you want to, um, we're going to show your ad again before we get out of here. Do you want to talk a little bit about your... Uh... Uh, yeah, it's called Confirm Exile. It's a game that I have been working on for quite some time. Uh, if you don't know who I am, I've been working in uh escape games and uh, board games for 10 years and i've decided to try and make my own so if you have the time and you have the money look at at least look and if you don't want to support that's fine but if you have the money to support then support baby it'll make me feel great uh it's good it's good it's a good game you're gonna like it confirm exile um, I will let everybody know. I want to start doing this in the show so you can find us on most social media. Actually, you can find us on all social media at Hey Did You See This One. Um, check out our, we're now on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify, anchor.fm slash Hey Did You See This One. The first 40 episodes are now up. On YouTube, you can find, I think, 75 of our live stream slash broadcasts. Um, you can find me on all social media at SpiderHero9000. Um, Steve's a Boba Blackfly. Mark doesn't really use social media, I've noticed, but it's. <laughs> I'm a more of a personal guy, but if you want to find my business, it's at Corpse Fire <laughs> Brampton or uh, at Norman Keller. Excellent. Um, once again, Mark, thank you for coming back on. You're always a wealth of knowledge for uh, for horror. And, you know, if you want to come on for. And we love you. Yeah, we, we love you. you. Thanks nice for having me, guys. You're a great chat. I like talking to you. Let's... Dude, this is good. Let's do some sci fi sometime. Wow. Man, I <laughs> yeah. would love to do some sci fi. Um, Anything. The entire fun. Aliens trilogy. Oh, dude. <laughs> or, that's part or of the next Grimoire, man. Yeah, that would be a good. The aliens are the best. That would be a good whole month resurrection would be the fourth one i think and that you know that goes crazy so um i do have to ask the question that we ask each and every week and i am actually going to let mark ask the question that we ask each and every week and, and mark what's that question hey have you seen this one Are we okay. oh it's the halloween one 
Halloween theme is so much better. I love it. I want it to be our regular episode. It's Like, no, I know we can't. Cause like, I might need to get you to do some fart voice work for my business in the new year. Okay, I could be like, have you ever drank a wine before? That's literally the kind of shit I do. Like, <laughs> have you ever drank a wine so silky, so smooth? That it made you question what silk was. <laughs> that your whole world broke. And then you looked and said, oh my god, it's half the price of the liquor store. And smoothness was questioned by all the governments in charge of your local city. Um, Mark, thank you so much for coming back. I love you. You're one of my best friends in the whole dang world. Jason, you're also one of my best friends in the whole dang world.